Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? This is your boy, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. Monday nights. Uh, you know, I'm doing the voices from behind the walls with the prisoners. You know, giving these brothers uh, opportunity tell their stories and talk about what's going on behind the walls. You know what I'm saying? Because very seldom you have a chance to uh, get the truth about what's going on. Not only that, we're going to be talking about different, talking about different stuff. Um, I don't know what the show going to bring tonight. I know I had a guest last week, had some guests last week. They came in, they was on, we was on about two hours. Uh, it was a great show. And, uh, I'm just waiting on my guests to call tonight. They're supposed to call in tonight. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just open for them tonight. I don't know exactly what I'm speaking on, but you know, all the other news out there, um, you know, Donald Trump out there tripping, you know, being very, very, uh, as you can say, himself. Uh, you don't sugarcoat anything, as we know. Um, I mean, you know, what's y'all take on that? Or what he said about go back to where you came from. I mean, I don't really understand that. You know, it's like if I have to go back to where I came from, that means that means that you're gonna have to take me. You know what I'm saying? You have to take me to where I got to go. Because only way I got here, because you brought me here. You know what I'm saying? So if they got to say go back, I mean they got to go too, right? You know, you can't bring somebody a one-way ticket. You need a round trip ticket, right? So let me see who's this on the on the line. Hello, hello, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Who is this on the line? Hello, who is this on the line? No, he didn't. Who? Who is this? Hello, this is Asad. Who? Hello. I can't hear you. Yeah. Asad. Yeah. Asad. Yeah, what's going on? Who are you? Uh, nah, uh, my boy Jay uh, had put me up on. He told me to uh, call, tap in, and uh, see what. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's all good, brother. What's your name, man? Oh. Asad. Hold on, hold on. This is Jay right here. Yo, yo, what's okay. up, Jay? Hello. Yo, yo, who's this on the line? It's Brother Jay. Oh, yo, yo, what's up, Jay? What's going on with you, brother? Hey, I'm good. I just tuned in. How's everything going? Oh, man, everything tuned in cool. I just got in on the line. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're just getting started. One of your boys is on the line right now. Who is that on the line? Asad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one of my brothers right there. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I was just talking about that Donald Trump thing for a minute, seeing what was going on with that. You know, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of things going on with that Donald Trump thing. You know, 
I mean, I know y'all up in there at the same time. What, is, what, what goes on up in there when y'all hear about this type of news like that with Donald Trump? Uh, first of all, it, you know, it's a double sword. It's a double, uh, it's a double-edged uh, sword on that, right? Because yeah. You got people that look at it from different perspectives, but at the same time, people come to the conclusion that he's not really for the people. When I speak for the people, I mean us, the mass. And um, I don't know. I, it's it's kind of hard to uh, discern depending on what you're referring to. Are you talking about like him uh, putting them kids in jail and, and separating them from their parents, building a wall? Or are you talking about his, his racist views? Are you What are you talking about, separatism? It's not aspects. <laughs> a lot of aspects that you get um, dealing with him. So uh, we would have to uh, pick one particular area, then we can like build on that. But overall, well, you know what? I want to talk about the I want to talk about the racism. I want to talk about the racism. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard you got somebody to call in. You got a special guest. You know, I don't know if he's yes, gonna be home. Yeah, he'll be a little later. Uh, he, he's walking around. He said he'll be on a little later, and it will be a because you got to hey, you got to keep your mouth. Hey, 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 uh, Jay. I don't know if you're walking yeah. around, but you have to have your mouth to the mic because you're like you're fading out on me. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, oh okay, okay. Let me see. Let me get it better from this. You got a couple of people, couple people calling in. Hold on. Mr. Lorenzo Elvis, Lorenzo Elvis on the line. It's Bosky. Okay. All right. Hold on. He's invited by Jay. All right. What up, Jay? Hold on. Hold on. Hey, how you doing, Bosky? All right. Yo, yo, who's yo, this yo, on, the yo, on the line? This is Lorenzo Elvis, American Country Politics. At the three one zero, who knows that? Put you on mute. Yeah, so I'm gonna talk about the race. As far as with Trump, we're going to go ahead and get to talking. You know, what is that lifestyle up in there about dealing with Trump? Because you know, I know it's a lot of people out here. But you got to understand, 23% of black American men voted for Trump. And 13% African American women voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? So that's like almost... What, 30, 33%, 33%, 33% of African Americans? You know what I'm saying? That, you know that saying? voted for him? So that's a lot of population of African Americans. You know what I mean? At the same time, uh, racism, racism should not become no president's mouth whatsoever. For no reason. At all. At all. You know what I mean? So, so just something I want to speak on tonight far as that. So I don't really speak much talk about Trump. You know what I mean? Because that's what can you really talk about? You know what I mean? I don't just like I don't even know. I don't just like him. I just he got messed up ways and messed up choices he made out here for our country. But you know, it's like you know, what president did I did I do? You know, I don't know none of them presidents. I don't know none of them presidents. You know, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, of the of the of the politician. You know, so it's like we vote for people that you don't even know, and you trust, and you trust them. 
trust. So, hey, Jay, is anything hey, Jay, is anything about tonight? Well, I, hey, look, hey, look, let me hang up, let me hang up and call right back in because everything is echoing on my end. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this is something yeah, this probably something about Angel Edwards Murphy. Yeah, I hear that echo. Yeah, I hear that echo. Let me see what's up. Let me put everybody on mute. Hello? Yeah, that's somebody else's phone, so I don't know who phone it is. Uh, but somebody's phone is got is on mute, is on uh speaker, and it's echoing with all the other phones. So if you can, please check your phones to make sure that we don't have the echo. You know what I mean? We got Lady Rosalind Jordan Mills on the line tonight. Uh, what else happened? Well, our boy Snell 400 got out of got out the hospital. I'm gonna speak on him. You know what I mean? That's one of my folks' folks. You know, Snell 400 got shot nine times. You know, the brother blessed to be still alive. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people get shot one time and don't make it. This brother got shot nine times. He's out the hospital. He's I, I see my friend actually hanging out with him, kicking in. He's doing pretty good. You know, I don't wish no bad luck on nobody at all. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's a terrible thing what's going on out here in South Central. You never know, uh, like, what goes down with people, why things happen. But uh, you can't even imagine. I can't even imagine myself getting shot nine times. I can't imagine myself getting shot once, but I have been shot one time. Uh, and it wasn't nothing nice. The bullets as hot as fish grease. You know what I'm saying? So I advise anybody out there. That's in them streets. Now they got say so you got to be in gangs or anything. You can get shot just by being in the store shopping. You know what I mean? But uh, try to stay away from that lifestyle if you can, because uh, it's a terrible way to go out. You know what I'm saying? And I lost a lot of friends by guns. You know what I'm saying? And they study bringing them into the community. You know what I mean? They keep bringing them and bringing them more and more into the community. But what can't you do about that? You know what I mean? Like I said, I got the brothers from behind the walls on the phone tonight. Real brothers from behind the walls on the phone tonight. We're going to be chopping it up. Like I said, I'm just getting started. Sorry that, uh, what was this? Let me see. Let me see. Got came back. Let me check it out. Yo, what's up, Jay? You on the line? Yeah, I'm back. Hey, how you brothers doing out there, man? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, let me see, I think it's somebody else's phone that's like, that's like tripping, like with the echo, hold on, hold on, let me see. But I got like, we got, back in. can y'all hear me now, can anybody hear me? Yeah, I can hear yep. you, yeah, I can hear you. All right, all right, well, all you right, know, like I right. said, this is Compton Politics. And my show is basically based on, you know, you have a voice to speak. You know what I mean? I believe in giving people the voice. I'm, I'm, I, know, I know it's my show, but at the same time, uh, people have things they want to talk about. You know, you never had a chance to speak about some things. Uh, but if anybody on this line that want to, you know, speak out to the youths, to the adults, uh, so many subjects we can speak about. You know what I'm saying? If you got someone in your heart, uh, you want to tell somebody, uh, like I said, this is open forum tonight, and I told you, 
every week. Let me see who phone this is, though. Hello? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, no, I'm trying to see. Okay, no. The phone is that echoing. And whoever's on a speaker, I don't know if y'all got your phones on speaker. Hey, Jay, I'm on a speaker. Let me check on speaker. Hello? Yeah. Oh, y'all hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you loud today. Oh, yeah. Okay, it was me on the speaker. That's my bad. So, so what's going on? What's the topic right now? Because um, I can't. I had to tune in a little late and try to fix everything, but now I'm here and uh, ready to address whatever's coming our way. Right, okay. Well, we're going to address tonight is how to, um, just how to cope, man, you know, what's going on out here in this society, period, in and out. You know what I mean? It's very difficult for a lot of people to deal with what society is bringing to them right now. You know what I mean? I mean, I just went to a, uh, I went to a party, you know, it, it's been bad news about African and black Americans that we like doing bad, but I went to this party the other night and it was a wonderful white. It was a, it was a it was a birthday party, and it was just wonderful. And it just kicked back, and you just seen real people enjoying themselves. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, and it's just that the news that gets out about uh, get out about us is not good news. It's not the right news. It's like we we really are like moving. We're moving race. We're getting better than what we've ever been. You know what I mean? The laws is not better for us yet, but for as far as us as a people, it's like kind of like you got to understand we're the biggest spenders in the world. You know what I mean? We're the biggest yeah. spenders in the world. And it's like, how are we doing bad if we're the biggest spenders in the world? Your phone cut off, Jay. Cut off, Jay. Hello? Yeah, your phone cut Yeah, your phone cut off. You hear me now? Yeah. All right, the problem with our communities is that. Yeah, you see? Yeah, you see? Yeah, your phone is tripping. I guess it's phone tripping right now. I, I don't phone know. Tripping right now. I don't know. Anybody else on the line? What is this? Bosky? Yeah. You on the line? You on the line? Just uh microphone. Yeah, you have anything you want to tell the world, brother? Anything you'd like to talk about, man? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with these lines. But uh, we're going to stick to this show. Like I said, this comes from politics2250.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. This is your boy, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, tonight, I'm speaking on just a couple of things. I'm trying to get these brothers that's behind the walls right now to you know, speak to us and talk to us because, I mean, I just love this series I got, Voices from Behind the Walls. Um, there's a lot of youth that need to be on this line to be talking to these brothers, you know, because a lot of them are making mistakes. Don't know what they, they don't, they don't know what they're headed for. They don't know what direction they're going in when they, when they do something wrong. You know, a lot of youth don't understand that when you commit a crime, there's places for you to go. You know what I mean? There's people that got jobs that's willing to babysit you. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Babysitters are are not nice babysitters. You know what I'm saying? They they mandators, they emissaries, they dictators. And I don't think I would want to be in that type of situation if I don't have to be. And I have some brothers on the line right now that been that's actually doing some time right now. And I just wanted to just see um, where their heads are at within themselves on how they, you know, how, how are they functioning? You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's a question to ask. Jay, you on the line now? Yeah, I'm back. I got it. Okay. Yeah, I was just asking the questions that, you know, what's what what is the big Damn man. It's just so hard to talk, man. That's why I say I just rather put y'all to me. You know what I mean? Because it's just so many things that we can talk about and elaborate on. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to make sure that people get the truth from the right people. You know what I mean? And um that was just about it, hey, really, brother, dude. Is Brother Day still on? Brother Day. Brother Day. I think you got like, you got four people on the line. Three people on the line right now. What about our people? Yep. Yeah, your boy Bo so hey Bo, Bo, you the one with the uh, you the performer, right? Hey, is Bo the performer? Uh, Bo, no, Bo, he uh, Bo, he 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 he's in the free world right now. He's he's uh, he's doing pretty good for himself. He moved out the state and moved into a different state. But uh, oh, really? he's, but, uh Yeah, he's one of my homies from my neighborhood. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you hear me? Everybody, right now, you know, they out there, they, they doing their thing, man. They doing good things. And there's some of the brothers that are a lot of the youngsters. So, look, bro. And, uh, so how can we? How can we? Is that him speaking right now? You guys are talking to the phone. Talking to the phone, bro. Huh? Yes, I'm here speaking. Listen. Okay, see if you can hear me. Yes, 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 I can hear you. Okay, yeah. I'll, go ahead. You know, I've been in there. Me and Jay, we was shoot. Yeah, we was selling for yeah, in there and what Lancaster. Um. But I got out in what, 2004, got off parole in 2007, dipped to Vegas, stayed there 10 years. Then I've been in Arizona, Phoenix for the last three years. So, I mean, can so I ask you here? So, you've been out yes. for a while? You've been out for a while. I did 11 total, straight. So, you've been, so how long you been out? So, how long you been out? I've been out since 04. So that's now, 15 years. That's a good nice stretch, man. And I mean, what did you do to change? Well, my main thing was 
and I, I looking back, you know, it still it goes back and forth, but I really didn't want to enjoy getting into the hustle. Because I knew that there would be times, you know, if I was flat broke, then I, I was going to do something. And so there were times, even on parole, where I, I couldn't find a job or whatever, and I would dabble and things would be all right. And my thing was not to enjoy it or make too much progress in a sense because I knew I wouldn't be able to get back out. So I just did whatever like that until I got off parole, dipped to Vegas and joined this work life. And, and, and even though I look back, you know, it's still a double-edged sword, but I do attribute that to staying free. Yeah, man, you know, and yeah, I, man, I feel you on that. I feel you on that because I've been on that because I've been I've been free for twenty two, man. And it's just the adjustment, you know what I'm saying? Uh, adapting, yes. uh, uh, back to society uh, and people and, and trying to earn your right. A lot of people, you know, nothing in the streets. We got an ego about ourselves. We always, you know, think you know we don't want nobody to know I'm not our thoughts, but we change. You know what I'm saying? We change the way we change the way we talk, the way we walk, because. Uh, and the reason uh, I'm speaking on this is because there's a lot of new brothers coming out. Brothers, I mean, and a lot of brothers, is, a lot of they lost. They don't know. They don't know. They, they don't have no guidance. There's not no, no handbook on what to do and get out of prison. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. actually yeah. Also fulfill your fulfillment and take a chance with people and earn. Like I said, I'm happy because I can vote over. I can vote again. You know what I'm saying? I can do certain stuff. I mean, and a lot of brothers understand that you got to earn your respect back. And I feel about you got your respect back. You know, like I said, you work in the job. You have to earn that to work in the job. They have to trust you. You know what I'm saying? And what was your biggest so what was your biggest challenge in stand out? Hey, look, hey, let me let me interject on something, right? Yeah. Uh, Keith Bosky, uh, wait a minute, why is when, why is when, wait a minute, we're the cellies in the shoes, that's the security housing unit, and he done seen me do all kind of things that, uh, I just don't know, I used to own, when we used to shoot together, that's silly, he used to always tell me how he always wanted to change his life, and, um, he used to speak on photography, and I'm on some gangster stuff, I'm like photography. <laughs> you know, but uh, that's one brother that I can say that I knew that once he get back out there, he was going to make a change and, and move forward in life. And um, that's why I felt that it was a, a need for people like him to uh, be a part of this, uh, this radio interview. So he can show that there is, there is, there is, there's, there's hope. He's been out, what, 12, 13 years now? Yeah, that's powerful. Yes, yeah, that's very powerful. We just, all we, when we was in the show, all we did was build, build, build. What I mean by build, I mean educate each other. And um, he's one of the fortunate ones that made it out and, and made it out the game. And um, he's doing pretty good for himself. And um, these are the stories that need to be told, that people given a second chance can make it. And I believe that. I believe that. And that's why I'm glad this, this brother is on. Um, 
because there's people that need to uh, actually hear stories of people coming out of those dark places and doing good. It's like you won't know what a person where a person come from unless they tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and yeah. when, like when I meet people, just hypothetically speaking, if I don't say anything, a person really can't tell where I come from unless I say something. You know what I mean? Then when I say yeah. something, you they listen and be like, wow, you know, we can't tell because I mean, what are you supposed to look like? You know, coming out of coming out of what are you supposed to look like? You know, that's the whole thing. Do you supposed to have a, a number on your forehead? Um, what are you really supposed to look like? I'm putting some people on mute because I'm trying to make sure this sound is gone, y'all. So thank you for that input. Is anybody else on the line? So like I said, this open forum right now. I really ain't got no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's 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 just a uh, just a big change in our community. Like I said, with homelessness. Like I was asking you last week, Jay. Is there any homelessness in prison? Jack, are any of those brothers on the line? Yeah, it is. Oh, oh. Can, you yeah. Yeah. Can you explain homelessness in prison? All right, who is that All question right. posed to? Anybody. Anybody. Hey, Brother Dave, are you on? Aside, are you on? Yeah, I'm here. All right, uh, speak on that homelessness in prison. Homelessness in prison. Oh, man. It's, 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 it's definitely a reality, right? Um, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand uh, what, what, are you, what are you asking about it? Because I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean like, is there, is, there, is there like homeless people in prison? There are people in prison that can't like take care of themselves. And you know, you know what I'm saying? I know it sounds kind of. But is there homelessness in prison? Is there people that's like doing bad in prison, like like don't have no help, and you know what I mean? Because I, you know what I'm saying. You, well, you have you have a lot of people in here like that, and it, and it extends from different reasons. You know, some of them have just you know totally burnt their bridges with their people out there on the streets. Some right. people, uh, family members, just not able to uh, maintain um, and, and and assist in a certain lifestyle because they're out there doing doing bad. But um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely uh, homelessness here in a sense. I would call it, you know, uh, and here we call it, you know, indigent person who's indigent. You don't have, you don't have much, and you have, you have brothers in here that try to, uh, you know, come together and, and, and issue out things for for those that are uh, that are not so fortunate or whatnot. You got those that attempt to, uh, you know, do what they uh, did on the streets, which is which is hustle. You know, um, and, and there's many forms of hustling here. You know. Um, it's, it's it's money to be made and in a in a legit uh, in a legit way. You don't necessarily always have to resort to selling drugs or anything even behind these walls. I mean, you got some people that you know they very talented artists in here, and so they they you know do things like draw. You know, you got some of the sharpest minds within behind these walls, and you'll be amazed behind some of the things that people just sit in these cells and and, and just think of. Uh, you know, um, and 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 able to uh, profit off of it. 
you know, uh, so really it boils down to a person's uh, what type of drive that a person has, you know, right. whether, you know, they want to resort to, you know, uh, the 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 legal side of it, or they want to resort to a, a a legal hustle, or some people just be content with having nothing. So I mean, I mean, it's this is a, it's it's just like it is out there on the streets, man. You have you have the same issues that you have out there, you have in here. Right, but, um, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's most definitely a reality. Right. I mean, and, you know, and the reason why I ask that because a couple of people that I've talked to. They ask me certain questions like that. You know what I mean? Ain't no disrespect to nobody. It's just that people be mm-hmm. wanting to know. They don't know anything about prison, so uh, they're going to ask me to ask y'all that. And I told them I'm doing a series, you know what I mean, for the next maybe two months of this, man, because y'all need to have a voice. that People need to really listen to what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Very seldom I have an opportunity to talk to brothers like yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? And I respect everything that y'all are going through or whatever because I've been there and I've done that, and I know that god has a a, a a mission for me to be on and i think this is one of my missions right now and i just wanted to just kind of help y'all brothers out the best way i can you know and give y'all a voice and that's why i say if y'all got something to say you want to speak about something it ain't really about no questions you know what i mean uh i would rather for y'all just to speak out you know you want to tell something like i say these youths i really want to do this for these youths i'm really doing this show for the youths when I want to mm-hmm. sit down and I want to go talk to these youths, I want to be able to play this stuff back. And when they hear this conversation, I want to let them know that these guys that I am talking to, you know, some is in prison and some is not in prison. You know what I'm saying? But I think it would be very enlightening, you know, for so, for some people to speak and talk and just, just pass some great messages out to our society, man. Because a lot of people out here don't know that they can go in that place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe that they can get caught up. A lot of people don't think they can get blamed for something they didn't do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's enlightening for us to come together, the inside and out, and really educate our people on this manner. You know what I'm saying? I just want to thank T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, for giving me this opportunity to give this platform, to have this voice, to give people voices. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I can't be a selfish radio talk host. You know what I'm saying? I have to let y'all speak. I have to let y'all talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, is there anything y'all want to talk about, speak about subjects? Like I said, I'm open. This is open for them all the way through the show. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not. I, 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 go ahead. All right, this this right, brother Jay again. Hey, now when you hey, speak now, on the homeless, now, homeless. now hey, Jay, now, Jay, 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 I think Jay, it's your I phone, bro. It is. How about now? How about now? You're still echoing. Still echoing. I, don't know, I don't know what it is. I'm looking at the area. How about now? How about now? It's cool. Just go ahead and do your thing. Go ahead, bro. Jay. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I got you. Come on, bro. You can go ahead. All right, now look, when you speak on the homelessness, right, within the prison system, well, physically, most guys are not homeless within the prison system. But mentally and psychologically, yes, they are. And when you go in depth in that, 
my brother uh, Asad, he was, he was speaking on a lot of things that dealt with homelessness within the prison system uh, and how people hustle and all that. But um, there's another, like, a major factor that, that when I speak on mentally and psychologically uh, uh, homeless, we have, like, a major drug issue, a, a major drug problem. And you got a lot of guys that, that go in these major debts when they owe in a bunch of people all this money. And their people on the street can help them um, deal with these debts. And that's where a lot of corruption come in at and a lot of just way out stuff. And um, you got guys that literally go crazy on these walls because they don't have nobody to support, not just them with financially, but support their drug credit while they're in here. And so when you speak of uh, that, yes, there's a, that's another way of being homeless uh, mentally and uh, uh, um, mentally and uh, psychologically, so that's like a major issue that's 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 within these prisons that need to be uh, fixed. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, and the reason, like I said, the reason I was asking that was people out here that was wondering: Is there homelessness in prison? Is there are prisoners that's homeless? That, and I just can't really answer that question. I'm glad you answered the best way you can. Um, I mean, but if you look at it from a different uh, perspective, there's a lot of guys who don't have, like, once they get paroled, they don't have anywhere to go. If you look at it from that standpoint as well, but then, you know, the system do set it up to where people can go into transition housing. But then you got to deal with the guys with mental health uh, uh, issues because a lot of guys may have these these opportunities to go within, go into these um, transitional housing, but because of their mental health status, they don't want to be uh, 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 dealing with none of that stuff. They rather take to the street. So you got to look at it from his factors as well. Right, right, right. And that's you know that's a big old thing out here too. It's this mental health thing. I don't know how far it goes, but I know in L.A. County that uh, this homelessness and this mental health issues is very big. You know, it then turned into the red zone in South Central. You know, amongst. Uh, oh, yeah unprivileged i'm gonna say underprivileged i'm gonna have to be careful how i speak about uh, uh our people because somebody came at me last yeah. week which i don't care but it's like you know underprivileged community you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's saying everybody need help i just can't i target right. uh african-americans like like i do i want i'm not black americans like i do i want to say the whole un, unprivileged community you know that means the browns and the blacks together you know what I mean? Uh, they kind of separate a lot of people out here, and that's why there's a lot of different problems and issues because they put us in a different category. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and we don't even really know what category we in amongst ourselves. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like I was telling you, I think we was talking last week. I was saying African American, black, black American. Uh, so many names that we call ourselves out here. We don't even know. Um, we don't even really know how to uh, conduct ourselves with ourselves. We don't even know what to call ourselves. I mean, I don't know if to yeah. call really. I don't know if to call myself African American. I don't know if to call myself Black American. Uh, I don't know if to call myself Negro American. I mean, just keeping it one thousand. You know what I'm saying? Because colors, a bunch of names. But it's just, you know, the system is designed that way because they don't want you to find your uh, original identity. You don't care about who you are. And that's like a real deal. 
because what you do, you end up getting your mind back. Uncertainty, not knowing who you are. Uh, this decade, I'm going to call you a Negro. Decade after that, I'm going to call you African American. And a decade after that, I'm going to call you Afro American. I'm going to call you everything you which you ain't. Because once you start knowing who you are, then you become dangerous. So it's best that we keep continue to feed you what we want to feed you. When I say we, I don't mean me. I'm talking about how the system um, has this uh, uh, design to keep us on right. balance. Because we, right. we are in a state of confusion. We hate ourselves. That's why you see this black-on-black crimes, the steady rising. I mean, I thought it would be over by now, but 50 years of this stuff, and man, we, we haven't figured it out. And it ain't them the problem. It's us the problem. We got to and become educated. We're first Your phone messing up. Uh, knowledge yourself, know thyself, that's the first key. That's the, that's the first rule. And without that, you see how we run around like chickens with our heads, heads cut off. We have no idea who we are. And those that know who we are, they, they, it's so, they're so few that when they try to get the word out to the masses, they end up being neutralized or killed. So we got to wake up someday, somehow, some way, and start identifying what we truly are. And yeah, that's, not, that's what I'm saying. That's real. And I hope it's the other people on the line that's listening to what we're saying. We're speaking about what do we call ourselves as as African Americans in in America? You know what I'm saying? It's like we have so many names to call ourselves. I mean, it's kind of like what do we what do we call ourselves? You know what I mean? Like okay. I said, I've been going through some. Uh, go ahead, Jay. Yes. <laughs> Hey, Jay, your phone is still messing up, brother. Oh, shit. Okay, you hear me better? Yeah, yeah. I don't, know, better? I don't know if you're walking around. Uh, oh. I can hear you, but you're not clear. Let me see. You hear me better now? Yeah. How about now? Yeah, there you go, right there. That's what I'm talking about, right there, buddy. I'm gonna tell you, I identify with the new African movement, but we got to break down all these words. Africa, the name Africa comes from a European. I have my children because American is not the people. America is the name of a country that uh, the Europeans had uh, uh, into this nation. So we have to understand. We put these names and labels on us. If we don't do no homework and dig deep and find out what it is that we are, we're gonna continue to confuse and allow the system to call us what they want to call us every few years. So um, me myself, I'm still continuing to dig and figure out what it is. But yes, we do come from Africa, most of us, and um. Africa is the name of the, of the continent, although it's been called several names. It was called Asia at one time. It was called uh, 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 Akibalar. It was called Ethiopia. So we got to understand that if, if we start doing our studies, uh, your, your third eye will open. You're going to see a lot of things, and that's going to make us 
more conscious, conscious people, and we're going to be able to deal with what's before us. And what's before us is our people are drowning in a bunch of lies. So knowledge itself is key. And that's real. You know, so I'm going to keep on expressing that we need to get out here into our community and be a part of this change. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of people are afraid. A lot of people are afraid of change. You know what I mean? As soon as you get to talking about you got to change something, they're just so afraid of a new energy, a new dynamic that can really help. You know what I'm saying? And we, as like I said, we, we are the people. We need to start acknowledging change. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, things change, man. Things get old. And if you keep on being the same person you was 30 years ago, you're still the same man. You know what I mean? Uh, if you drive, if you got a 64 Chevy, is it the same car you was driving back in 1964 and it's 2019? Yes, it is, but it got more miles on it. Uh, the, the pieces are older. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just a different energy. Let me see. I got some new callers that came in. Let me see what's this on the line. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. This comes to politics. Who is this on the line? Hello? Oh, okay. All right. Hello? Hello? Yes. Oh, hey. This is yeah, this is uh, just calling, making sure who this was on the line. Oh, you have okay. Anything? You have any questions for yeah. the guest? Um, I'm listening in. I, I'm listening, and I most definitely agree with what I'm hearing. So uh, I like, I just like, you know, hearing. Because, what you, you know, I mean, I, I'm sorry? I'm listening. Yeah, so basically, I totally, like, really agree with that with the young man before I came on the line was saying. Right, and right, right. Because we do need to know who we are. Like, that's real talk. Like, we do. You know? And, uh, oh, I think this is a great radio station because, I mean, it, it's um, a learning tool, you know? I yeah. mean, it puts awareness out there. Definitely puts awareness out there. It's, um, like, you need to know all in your face right yeah i appreciate so, that thank you for listening in thank you so much for listening yes. in you know okay, what i'm saying you're welcome no problem yeah no yeah problem i just try, I, I try to keep it real you know the guys that's on the line right now some of them are actually in prison right now so we actually talking to incarcerated voices right now on the phone oh wow right okay. so these guys that are speaking to us the guy jay the guy jay He's been doing. He done, he's been doing thirty years straight already. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. He's been doing thirty. Yeah, yeah, he's doing thirty years. He haven't been out since nineteen eighty nine. He's been in ever since he was sixteen years old. So you know, these are my partners now, right. and I just want to make sure that on Mondays that we give these guys a voice. You know what I'm saying? Because I know they can touch right. our kids. If we got, you know what I mean? If we got any problems with kids or anybody, I think that these young brothers can actually uh, uh, help out. You know what I mean? by letting these kids know where they at right now and they don't want to come there at all and that's why i'm doing this this series right here because it's a blessing you know to have brothers that's willing to come and help our community 
no matter what level they are you know what i mean they're in the darkest level in their life but they're willing to give back to our community you know what i'm saying so i commend them brothers uh thank you for clicking uh coming in and, and acknowledging the show i'm gonna put you on mute and i'm trying to go to a couple of more brothers out here because i don't want to just have these brothers on the line without speaking about something I got the open line. Hey, Rosin, do you have any questions in the gap? Yeah. Hello. This is Rosin with T. I'm here. Hello. We have a guest that got a question. Go ahead, Rosin. say that, first of all, I want to commend my brothers for holding it down. And then also to let them know, you know, for those of us on the other side, we're thinking about you, praying for you, you know, and, you know, hoping that uh, you continue on, you know, just still put up the, uh, the the good fight, you know, and just hold on. But, um, you know, I, I hear so many stories of uh, young men who are in prison. Uh, I, I go out and I, you know, I minister in prisons. I'm not, not only the, the women's prisons, but men's prisons as well. Out there in Chino <clears throat> and other prisons. But I see, you know, sometimes it's hard um, for you guys. But, you know, I just want to let you know, man, there's people like Lorenzo, um, my company, which is T25CL, that we're able to give you guys a platform to express yourselves. And then my question is to Jay is that, you know, it's been a while since you've been there. What what can you tell the youth who are out here right now that may be falling by the wayside or doing what's not right? Um, somebody needs to mute, mute their phone. Hold on a minute. Hold on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. There's so much going on. Hold on. Let me get them off mute. Hold on just a minute. Hold on. Uh, let me get Jen and them open. Unmuted. Anybody like to answer, that, like question? To answer that question? I think Jay got off the line. This is this is this is Brother Dave on the line, Lorenzo. Oh, go ahead, Brother Dave. Did you hear a question? <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm blessed. I'm blessed, Dave. I'm blessed, Dave. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear Rosalind's question? Yeah, that's good to hear. Thank you. Another week, I'll be there. Be there. Be there. Well, radio that you put, uh, present to us for for the man behind these walls. Uh, well, for the viewers that don't know me, I'm brother. Go ahead, Brother Dave. You want where you at? I'm right here, Brother Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry, I put you on mute. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was basically stating that uh, me and Brother Dave grew up together. Well, we grew up on different sides, uh, different sides of the tracks. Uh, people got to understand. I was listening to the the young lady talking. And she was asking a question. I couldn't really understand what she was stating. 
Well, it, check it out. I'm gonna have her to ask again. I'm gonna have her to ask one more time. Rosalind, can you come back and ask that question again, please, if you don't mind? Yeah, my question was for all those who are, you know, on the other side, what advice can you give these young people who are straying the wrong way or, you know, are contemplating doing something wrong? Because there's so many youth out there right now that's doing what they shouldn't be doing. And it's hard to really talk to them a lot of times. So, you know, individuals such as yourself who've experienced it, what can you tell them? What advice can you tell the young people? Yeah. Uh, I, I can elaborate on that. Uh, my thing is, is this, man. Uh, I was once one of them at-risk youth. Uh, I was uneducated, was on a lot of norms of different words and, you know, abbreviations, uh, just a young man roaming the streets, hanging around pool walls and all that. But being trapped inside the communities without any adult supervision, not only adult supervision, but the love and the honest advice that it was supposed to give to kids, this was stirring a lot of young men away. Uh, a lot of things that I did not know about gangs when I grew up. So I grew up, I grew up in a gang environment. Uh, a lot of things I was manipulated on, and that was a big problem that I had for us with people. telling young men something or young girls something something that they would never tell their nieces or nephews. Uh, but my advice to the youngsters out there is, is basically uh, don't let all glitter fool you because it's not bright on this side. Right. Right. And that's, that's, and that's real right there. You know what I mean? I don't know what happened to Jay. Man, this line is like, oh, this line is so full tonight. Right here. Like yeah, I but the brother. Time. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, but the brother Jay will be right back at you, uh, brother Lorenzo. We have a difficulty okay. right now. So, so Dave, can you let the people know how much time you did in prison? Uh, I've been incarcerated since 1991. Uh, I was uh, I was convicted under the felony murder rule, which Governor. Uh, which governor, uh, the last governor that was in office in California, Governor Brown, decided to bill, which is Senate Bill 1437, that I fall up under. I was sent up under a barbaric act under conspiracy as a young man. Uh, my mom was 50 years old. I've been in the system ever since I was 20 and came to jail when I was 19. Uh, I have learned a valuable lesson. My whole time being incarcerated, I have took... Uh, valuable lessons and picked up tools that I did not have in the community. And that's basically me being self-taught as a man I am today. Uh, another thing, when a lot of youngsters come to prison, uh, people that don't know on the street, this is a different world. I call it Babylon. Uh, a lot of these brothers come behind the wall. They want to get involved and fit in with certain people, different games. But when I came in back in the early 1990s, uh, prison was a whole different structure. Uh, you had different prison games. You had BGS. You had the new wave uh, street 
New Age Prison Games, which was CCO, which is Conservation Crip Organization. You had also Tom Crips. So when you came to prison, or when a young man came to prison, you basically had to denounce your ties with all people on the streets. So it was a game that you were part of out there and come and come to the games that was in prison. But the strong will that I had as a man, I never allowed myself to get under no prison game but I rate myself as a strong individual and resist. That's all I've been ever doing since I've been incarcerated. It's resisting, resisting masses, resisting all the rhetoric and resisting all fake behavior. Right, right, right. That's very that's very interesting. You know what I mean? So so you out of prison now, right? Are you are you out of prison now? No, I'm not in prison. I'm in prison, sir. I mean, but I'm waiting on to be resentenced right now by the courts. Uh, hopefully that day will come soon. And that's what I've been waiting on right now. I've been in prison the, the total aspect of the whole 30 years. Wow. So do y'all hear that, my people? And the thing, and the thing well, I'm asking a question. Can I, can I, can I, I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to always ask these questions. I'm going to ask the questions right now. What is it that that keep you going for 30 years in a place like that? I mean, this is not a question for me. This is the question that people I know want to know. What is it that just keep your drive to keep going, brother? Can you talk into the phone? Yeah, I'm talking to the phone, sir. Uh, what, 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 basically, what, basically kept me, what basically kept my drive, I became self-taught in criminal, uh, criminal appeals and civil appeals. So I do a lot of uh, majority of the inmates' writs uh, that walks to your people coming to prison, people with naive to the law, uh, especially a lot of brothers that get, uh, a lot of these brothers coming to prison now with these gang enhancements, uh, gang-related crimes, whether it's amounts to attempted murder, uh, murder, robberies, and all that. I look over their paperwork for them because the brothers do not understand basically what they're in jail for. This is another thing I told my mother before she passed. Uh, I lost my mother in 2000, December the 14th. I was in a hole. I was in solitary confinement. I told her, I said, Mama, you did the best thing that you can ever do for me. I don't judge you for the life that I live, and I don't judge you for the way that you raised me in the area that you raised me in. I choose this destination for myself. But the thing is, I was naive to a lot of things that I didn't know because I was just basically finding my way out in the streets as my own as a child because I wanted to see different things in the world that was never exposed to me as a kid. So, and then another thing I told her, I said, well, if I would have known about civil aspect, and this is something that a lot of kids do not know about, they don't know nothing about the civil aspect of the system. The only thing, when we go to school, the only, only thing that we talk, we only talk, we only talk to know the basics. Arithmetic, math, English, social studies, and all that. They don't ever tell teach kids about civil aspects for us, the court system, the penal, the penal system laws. If you violate this, you'll be subject to this type of penalty or whatever. We learn all this when we come on the other side of the, the wall and through the court systems. Wow. That's, that's you know what, that's intense, man. Like I said, I appreciate all the input, and I'm so happy 
that you call every Monday, man. And I hope that this, you know, I, I really do hope that this really helped y'all time, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I enjoy speaking to y'all brothers and I know the people out here in society is just really blown away to hear the content and the niceness in y'all hearts. You know what I'm saying? And man, I'm just blessed to have, you know, people in my life from all over different levels. You know what I mean? Let me see if my boy Bo want to speak about something. You on the line, brother? My brother? Yes, yes, definitely. Thank you for staying on, man. You know, I'm just trying to just hit everybody up. Everybody else that wanna speak. I wanna speak. So so Bo, you so you said what is that you do now? Do you work with the youth? No, I have to an extent. So yeah. My brother, I don't know, my brother is uh six fold, so he when he we went in together as brothers, you know, crimeys. It right. was like five deep. Right. So I got out a few months before. And by the by the time he got out, I was kind of already dabbling. You right. know, just trying to right. survive. Right. But it helped right. it helped kind of clear the way for mm -hmm. him not to. Yeah. But point yes. being yes. that his 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 path was more along uh gang intervention and prevention. Him and uh, the OG homie Nene, they started a nonprofit. Kush Incorporated, working in the gym at, at, in the Nickerson Gardens, started a, a youth mentoring, uh, the computer room, which which now has been, I, I believe, pretty much dismantled. The the Nickerson Gardens gym is now a part of the Boys and Girls Club of America. Wow. So, that, that's yeah, so, it, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm learning. Last time I was down there, it, it takes some investigating to figure it out. I, I couldn't read it off the top. It's, it's kind of deep, but right. through through right. those things that they were doing, and like Jay mentioned, me getting into the photography, I would be invited, and therefore I would be pretty much the unofficial photographer. Right. But that would allow me to participate. You know, with the car, I could bring three or four extra kids, whether it was camping up in Malibu or surfing, or you know whatever the project was. You know. Right. So that was that was how I was able to interact with the community in a sense, even though that wasn't my primary focus, you know, like, a you know, as a conscious effort to do that. You know, I, yeah. I just wanted to take yeah. pictures. And uh, and last last thing was uh, last Easter at the Sage Center in the Nixon Gardens. They had an Easter egg hunt and I was down there at the time. So I was able to take some pictures of that. You know, it was just a community event put together by the community. And 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 even just now being here in Arizona, I realized that uh that is my my pretty much my the bulk of my experience doing any type of photography is through community work. Of course. And working with my brother. I just came to that realization not too long ago, believe it or not. You, you know, know what, brother? I appreciate that because that's what I've done when I got out of and I picked up a camera and I became a cinematographer. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And I've been, I'm one right I've been, now. I'm right doing right movies out there and produce documentaries. And I've been on a couple of them out there. And uh, we really saved my life. Really saved my life. Saved my life. I mean, that's what yes. everybody needs to do. That big camera that in the hood. Camera you know, in the, uh, the in 90s, the, you know, there wasn't nobody allowed to wear that camera in the hood. There wasn't nobody editing anything, you know, the wide. You know what I'm saying? You can't yes. have a with no camera talking about letting me interview you. That wasn't even allowed. Even allowed. Yes. You know <laughs> and, 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 you know, I had an opportunity to 
I had opportunity to go to the Michigan Gardens and teach spirituality out of kids because I was working for Madonna maybe eight, nine years ago. And I was able to go up there in the Nickerson Gardens and I taught kids spirituality. I was just sending them to my Nickerson Gardens. Yeah, that's right. Maybe 500 kids of spirituality, giving them a tool how to make the right choice. A lot of times when you go to the schools, you have to be careful what type of lingo they use. You know what I'm saying? You can't use the word God, you can't use the name Jesus. So you have to flip the word, to flip the name. So in order to get to these kids, we would use words like, instead of using the word God, we would use the word life. And the word like, as they say, the devil, you say opponent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And those are just creative just words creative that you use that on there to teach these kids. But it was an honor. Yeah, it was an honor to go to Nickerson Garden Spirituality. They were interested. interested. They were very respectful. Uh, I, I want to go back. I want to go teach my own curriculum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's something that means you can come together and create something to go back. Teach oh, for sure. Photography. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if, And you know something else I would like to... I would like Go to ahead. mention, as far as earlier, you, you, you mentioned as far as, you know, reentry, you know, having, having a reentry program, you know, uh, uh, and, and what the transition is like to get out of prison. And I do want to say, even if it's just to speak into the universe, while I was in there, even when I was there with Jay, I would think about photography, you know, part of it was looking at magazines so much, but I remember one of the homie Tyree, he always had the camera. Every function, every event, you know, I would notice him with the camera. And even while I was in there, I would come across pictures that I knew he took. And so when I got out, I had it in my mind that when I seen him or if I found him, I would mention it to him and see what he could tell me about it. And a few months after getting out, I saw somebody I knew he was associated with, a, a beautiful woman, also one of my crimey's cousins. So I seen her and gave her my number. She said, yeah, I'll give it to him. So eventually he called me. We got together, came through. I told him, you know, I just wanted to get into photography. I knew that he was into it. I didn't know where to start or what it meant or, you know, I had no clue. And, man, he took me under his wing immediately. I mean, like, immediately. He said, man, I'm going to show you everything. Don't worry about it. You know, and, and it was a sense of, it was a sense of like pride or appreciation and gratitude that we shared as men, you know, being that he saw me go in as a kid, come out as an adult, you know, for me to approach him and request his advice or his teaching and tutoring, you know, so he, he, he took, I mean, he, he opened up the computer from me knowing nothing, you know, the computer programs, microphones, music, we ended up building a studio, Damn near got a record label off the ground. You know, we ran into some immature difficulties or whatever. But, you know, I just want to attribute and, and, and give account to that, you know, how important that can be when a person is getting out. That when when we see people, we be so happy, you know, and, and, and whenever as being out, if we see somebody and meet somebody, you know, how much of an effect we can have on their life. Because he, I would attribute, I would say 75, 80, 90% of me staying free 
is because of the things he taught me, I was able to focus on instead of some other things, you know. So, so I do want to just throw that out there as far as you know, and you know, and that's you know, and I like that because, um, when you get out of prison, you really be lost. I don't care, whatever, you be lost because everything is everything is. Yeah, you know, and you don't know who you don't know. I mean, I mean, um, uh, you've been. I've been. I was. I was down so long that I got caught up in the way I walked. I was walking like a person. I was talking like a person. You know what I mean? I was thinking like a person. In a lot of places that I went, I didn't recognize that I was in a prisoner on the job. On the job. Feel me. Uh, with no lie, I had a hundred jobs in one year because of my ethics of the way I carried myself. Until somebody put me to the side and said, look, man, you have to change the way you walk. You have to change the way you talk. You have to change the way you present yourself. Because you're scaring people. So I don't know what I'm You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I didn't know I was scaring I people. Know I, I didn't know I was having people having afraid, people afraid just by the demeanor. By the demeanor. So uh, I'm not so feeling I'm not people feeling stepping up, helping you. Helping. You know what I'm saying? It's you know hard, saying? To help. hard to get help. You know, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard for people to believe you again. Can I ask you one uh, question? Can you close now? Yes, yes. I thought I couldn't. I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas, and Barack Obama was running for president. And so I just went down there, I, you know, I just put in my application or whatever and I got approved. So I voted. But I didn't I didn't think I could. <laughs> and, you know, you what, know I was brother, under the impression you know, that we couldn't you. vote. Right. I didn't ever think I, I could vote. vote. Obama was my mm-hmm. first president I ever voted for. I ever voted. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad yeah. I understand if you're a felon and you've been out for a minute, you can vote now. Don't let mm-hmm. nobody tell you you cannot vote. You can vote. And I'd be happy to vote. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm happy that I can vote. I've never been so happy in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm happy when I can vote. I'm happy when I can vote. I'm happy when I have a vote. You know, in this community, that, that, that our voice counts. Voice counts. Uh, I mean, we talked that mess about white America and all this, but I love them. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say yes. You know what I mean? We are, we are I'm American, period. No matter what they say, I'm born in America. I've been enjoying myself, no matter what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so let me see who else is on this line. Uh, oh, Jay is online. Jay is online. Jay, you back? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, just I'm back trying to get everything echoing. Yeah, we was waiting. Yeah, we was waiting. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that just came in here and said that he should be back in a minute. He should be back in a minute. Who was that? Who was that? Do anybody have any questions for the guest tonight? I'm opening up these mics. Anybody have any questions? 
Okay, there it is there. I caught the corporate. They are on silent. Yeah, but like I said, it's like a podcast for T25CL.com. This is called radio. This is Lorenzo Evans Musby. Tonight is voices from behind the wall. We have a couple of brothers online that have been there 30 years or more. And I just, just like give them that voice. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you need. You need to have a radio show where people can call in, you know, from the inside of the uh, inside of the prison and call us and educate them. You know, I use you know, we're losing our youth out here, and I wish more youth would tune in on this and listen to these brothers that I need to have. So I want to get some pictures on the line too, if possible. You know, I mean, I know we're gonna make it happen. Hey, Jay, you on the line? Dave, you still on the line? Yeah, can hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm right here. Yeah, you sound a lot of clear now. Okay, now what's okay, going now, on? What's going on? A bit because my phone keep going out. The reception is bad. Oh, it's all good, brother. You know, we can't really help you. Know, I'm just letting people speak. You know about certain things. You know how I do it, man. I do it, man. I just speak, man. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. cats and cracking jokes. Ain't nothing funny about this right here. You know, we're trying to say some lies. The much better. Oh yeah, that's what it's about. You know, the well, struggle is real. real. Saving lives is what we are um, here, here to do. Yeah. yeah. So I just tried to do this conversation, man, about certain things. So sometimes we might be silent. Sometimes we might find stuff to talk about. Uh, you know what I mean? Because like I said, I have no script on this show. I just roll with the flow. I go with the flow. I go with the flow. And what we need to really talk about. Um, I'm trying to think of some stuff to talk about. I mean, it's just, so much to talk about. At the same time, when you do say something, you want to say something that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard Brother Dave doing his thing. I heard you both doing his thing. Uh, uh, yes, and, yes. and that's real appreciated what they were talking about. And then I heard a woman uh, say something. Then my reception went out and I couldn't hear what she was saying. But I would love to any of their questions. Okay, I can ask, you know, okay, I can ask the people to help me quick because my lines are full. Right? I got like 15 people, look like 10 people on the line right now. Uh, let me see. Uh, Dave, I got, Dave, I got so many lines I had on clothes. I had on clothes. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Like I said, this is TP5 CL.com. Got to talk radio. This is a level of emergency. And uh, like I said, yeah, the like show is about voices from behind the wall. We have some individuals yeah, really online that have been doing 30 years or more. There's another individual that have been out 15 years. I've been out 22 years. Uh, for the next eight weeks, I'm going to be doing this show on this level. I'm going to build it up every week because I really want to get the audience of this because prison reform and reentry is so important. Uh, as a young man uh, said, young man like, said like, like, you know, we have to find really something to pick up the camera. 
and he's been a, and he's been a, a cameraman for, a camera for what we do, and I'm sure he worked a job. Sure worked a job. I'm hearing stories, hearing like, stories that. like that. So, uh, so uh, is anybody on the line like to speak about like something else? else? Like I said, this is just like open for any, any more questions. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like Hello? I say, uh, yes. Lorenzo? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As as far as uh Trump, right? I was right. I was, you know, with his recent comment and racism and so on and so forth. I, I was I was speaking to somebody about it, just you know, just in passing. And part of the the the, the direction of conversation for me went to the secrecy of racism. And not only the secrecy, but the, you know, the toning down of it. And for example, the N-word, you know, don't use the N-word, you know, to publicly say nigger, nigger, you know, is forbidden even more so amongst racists than it is for majority of other people. Right? And in my belief, and, and some I came to believe is that part of that, let me get out of the wind. We got a storm coming. Hold on one second. Okay. Yes, but part of part of that is I believe to keep uh, racism and people's races intentions and motives out of the public eye to be confronted. Because throughout history, one of the lessons would be one of the, one of the lessons would be that you know the harder we experience racism, the come from it. So right. If you right, have, right, right. you know what I mean, like slavery, then we come out free. You know, then say through black. Wall Street, you know, but they they have to smash those to to keep it state, you know. So as long as the normal state is beneficial to them, then that's to just normal state. Right, right. And so they won't. I mean, a racist would probably be mad at another racist for outwardly calling somebody. You know, to some extent, of course. But as far as, you know, those consciously aware, specific, intended races, I don't think we're wrong. Right. Yeah, you was breaking up, B. Good. Are you still here? Yeah, so I had to come in, so this this it's a real storm brewing right now. But with Trump saying those things, I mean, yes, it 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 can bring pieces, but it it brings out what's already there. Of course, and, of course. And and so in trying to see the world in total for its better side, no matter what it is. It kind of can be a good thing in a sense, you know. It kind of can be a good thing because we don't see that, you know. When I go to get a job, I'm offered twelve dollars, 
if there's a silent agreement that if a young white dude in my same situation comes in, he's going to automatically get 16 or 18. And then, you know, it's already agreed not to talk about it. You know, so I don't know. It, it's it just kind of tripping me out. And, and as far as you mentioned, a lot of black people voting for Trump. I spoke to a, a young lady, one of my coworkers, how you know to expose a lot of like a lot of demonic stuff like that people do with with child, child blood, you know, all this demonic stuff. And when she she was explaining it to me, and I remembered um, just seeing on TV when a young man he shot up the pizza place in Washington, in Washington D.C. He shot up the pizza place, saying that it was a it was a, a a trial sex ring or something going on in the pizza place. And how you know it was just kind of even me, you know, would you know consider myself you know the ability to think crazy or whatever, you know, I just kind of dismissed it. But then she kind of showed me some stuff to where, you know, like, damn, this is kind of kind of weird. You know, the things that was going on with this pizza shop and the, the, right. the motto of it, and right. you know, the, the, the environment of it, you know, and, you know, it, 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 you know, they feed off of emotional abuse. See, in slavery, it was emotional abuse and it got a lot of strength out of that from us. You know what I mean? It, it fed their ego like tremendously, you know, just to be in that position, you know. So I don't know. I can see where when it gets a little strange and to think unorthodox, I can see where people would say, hey, let Trump do what he's doing, because it's better to just go ahead and shake it up, even if it's through these means, you know, than through other means. Because if if we were to just go and shake it up, then we could possibly just get took down COINTELPRO style, you know, and bring about a whole nother wave of that manipulation and, and oppression, you know, so for him to stir it up, you know, maybe it, it can be a good thing in a sense, you know, for, for people to, to see that, okay, it ain't all good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not all good. So I don't know. I, I I don't vote for Trump. I'm not I'm not a Trump supporter or nothing. But just in the weirdness of the times, I just try to acknowledge, you know, what's going on. You know yeah, you know what? what? And we're so one thousand percent right with that. And I like what you said. You said something about that. It might be a positive thing that he did because he really, to me, he's the first American gangster president, and he don't hold yeah. he don't hold nothing. I mean. He just, he just, like you said, like it's good that he's, good, he's doing what he's doing because he's the other president's to hide that behind the closed door. It's not a yeah. The other president is gonna say that type of stuff. This dude is gonna let you know how you know what it's been done. He's not hiding. Yeah. That's the way America really is. Based on that type of way. And what Trump yep. is doing, it's like they don't hide it. You know, they be straight up because they naturally is a natural thing for him to speak like that. That's why he's speaking like that. Because it's a natural thing. These are the things that he's saying when he's around his peers. This is how they speak when he's around his peers. It's kind of like, yeah, we don't need to. I know when I was in the field. They didn't allow them. You couldn't call those other black men a nigga. Right, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't say that. Yeah. When he was allowed, you would get smashed off. So mm-hmm. why 
so we take that same concept that's in the prison and bring it to the streets. Well, yeah. you know, but, you know, but in a way, but in a way, be careful because the word, the word Negro, I know the word Negro is an international word now. I walk down the street, I hear other nationalities standing like it's the thing to say. So a lot of a lot of times people steal our stuff that's negative for us, but they turn around and make it positive. And I'm just speaking, and I'm using this one analogy. Just like the, that commercial that used to come out, I think in 2000, in 1990, when, when, the, when the people were talking about what's up. Remember that commercial? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Commercial, yeah. what game yeah. actually said that? The guys out of watch. Watch out. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So so we do things and we make it bad, but other people take our stuff and make it better or make it good or do something with our stuff. Just like I was watching TV today. And it said something about uh, Teen Mom OG. I'm like, Teen Mom OG? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we really, go that stuff again, but we take stuff just like that. And that's just real. You know what I mean? That's just the you know stuff that's, that's going on out here. We we can take stuff and we make it darkness, we make it bad. There's somebody else get our stuff. Let's sprinkle some, some nice stuff on it and change it up on it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I, 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 I see Chinese downtown saying, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. And I'm looking for the black dude to be around. It's yeah. Chinese too. I'm walking. I'm another place. I hear my nigga, y'all, nigga, this, nigga, that. Excuse me, send us on my radio show, but I'm just keeping it 1,000. I'm not turning around. It's y'all females. I'm like, wait a minute. So it's like, it's how you use the word. What group like to use the word for certain that The word is used for certain type of thing. It used to be only used for one thing, and I was But now, the word nigga or nigga all over the world. Yeah, definitely. So, what do we do about so that? Do about How can we the word that's international now? Yes, but I, I I believe that when it comes to language, you know, right now, one of one of one of the most serious, I think, internal struggles I'm dealing with is is language. You know, just dealing with etymology and all that stuff, and 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 how language and and, and words affect us. You know. Yeah. And so, in dealing with that, you know, and that goes to 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 you know to to mental illness. You know, voices and all of those types of things. You know, it's all based on on words. Right. And so, whenever whenever you know I used to study in there, you know, I would look up words, and I I started just venturing through the dictionary. And so, at this point in time, at this point in time, at this point in time, I'm of the belief that you know, when it comes to this language, I mean, it's is nothing new. It's just what's been. Matter of fact, I, I went to a vegan event. There's a documentary called The Invisible Vegan, and it was hosted by a scientist, but. He was saying that he was saying that there's there's only two there's there's nothing that's not sacred. There's only sacred and desecrated. So 
the word nigga, it could be sacred. And then it could have been desecrated. But it can still return to its sacred nature. Through, through slavery, I mean, they desecrated us having, you know, the idea of family was desecrated. You know, but we want it back. You know, the idea of friendship was desecrated. But we want it back. We want to return it to its sacred state. So it is possible, not saying it is, but it's possible that even the word nigga, you know, how we use it, it could have been sacred at one time, you know, which I do believe that. I do believe that, you know, because I, I don't think, you know, there was too much that was started brand new through the experience of slavery. You right. know, I, I, I think we were already known, you know, it, there was weaknesses about us that was known. Uh, there was history, uh, you know, about us that was known. Like somebody said, that it wasn't in slavery. We, it wasn't that we uh, uh, didn't know how to read or couldn't learn to read. No, we were forbidden to read. But we, we were already, I mean, we already had knowledge in libraries. So how is it that we would come over here and not know how to read? You know, but we're presented with it as if we couldn't learn to read, and you know, and things like that. So many things were desecrated. But that doesn't mean it wasn't sacred at some point. And once something is desecrated, don't mean it need to stay that way. You know, is 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 life. You know, fertilizer. You know, you, you yeah. eat something that tastes delicious and it's wonderful and it's sacred and you cherish it. You know, but once it goes through the process and come back out them bowels, you know what I mean? It's been desecrated. You know, but the earth is gonna renew it. You know, and it's, yeah. it's gonna turn back into something sacred again. You know. So and so once 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 that word and, and as a title once it got, got into the music and, and I mean if you can't get mad at somebody for 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 listening to the music then you can't really get mad at them for embracing that music to the extent that it becomes part of their language you know because they learn in culture and, and and speaking and you know mannerisms and everything through the music you know that's how that's how they every everybody is picking up their trends and everything is through the music so. For it to become a trend and, and for us to still be mad at it, I don't know. I, I, I had to like let it go on that part. Right. You know, yeah, even yeah. working at Walmart, I was working in sporting goods. Now I, I was behind the counter. I think I was like fixing up under the shelves. It was bullets under the shelf. So I was doing something, but I know that I know they, they didn't notice me basically. So they came in maybe five, six deep. And uh it's like, nigga, I'm gonna get you fool. I'm telling you, nigga. You know, just like they were just pumped up and and they came in to get paintball equipment. They was on their way to a paintball fight and they was pumped up, you know, and, and then when I hit the corner, they, they, you know, I saw the awareness that they know that I just heard them calling each other nigga. Right. But I just smiled, man. I mean, it had nothing to do with me and they was using it in the same way that anybody else would that we wouldn't mind, you know, you know, as a, in total. So I don't know. I, I, that's why I'm mad with that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know what? That makes a lot of sense, you know, when we can go down and see other people playing it, and they really serious about it, and they use it better than we use it. Yeah. And, like, we taught them to. Like, we taught them how to do it. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting, though. So, so really and truly, you're trying to say you really can't get mad because we taught the world how to use that word. Yeah. 
And you know, and that's right because a lot of times when people said it, they said it, they said better than us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, anybody else want to elaborate on that? We're talking about the word, the N word, on how powerful it is, and how international word. Anybody have any comments on that? Yes, yes, Brother Lorenzo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is Brother Day talking. Yes, I was just looking for some other speech. Uh, I would agree with a lot of things that I've But to redirect, redirect uh, the conversation, I'm, I'm going to direct this conversation for us about with the word. the word nigga being used in the ghetto. And this is uh, earlier in the, in, the, in the show I was listening to my brother Jay talk about uh, some of the issues dealing with the community, the kids, and some of the kids being naive to a lot of things. And, and I was sitting over here thinking I listened to the brother speak. But growing up in the project, the housing development and joint downs, a lot of them brothers, you know, uh, I sit here, I get news sometimes, uh, like on a weekly basis, uh, another loss. Uh, because brothers, majority of the brothers in the community from both sides of the track, the Imperial Course, the Nixon Gores, and the Jordan Downs, really can't understand why they fight each other. It's based on hatred, as I look at it. Wow, but when they get when they get to these prisons prison settings, the game banging is cut off. Now you're going to ask for blood for a soup, a stamp, the rights of family. You don't hate him for that, and then at the same time you're going to one of your homies, probably one of your homies probably turn you down. But then you go into another dude that you actually don't know. But here it is, brother. He was on the streets doing your thugging thing without a conscious. So when reality set in, you're around brothers now with a conscious mind that been up in here 30, 40, 20 some years. To give a brother a different direction, to give a brother a different focus on who he is. And I can speak on this based on because I grew up in the system and I have monitored other men change from who they was when they came in to who he is now. And hopefully one day, uh, due to the justification that brothers commend upon themselves, it's not the white man, it's not the Hispanic, it's not your own people, it's not the Asians. You got to look at self. Hmm. Because we are worst own enemy. When we're not actually using logic, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> it hurts because I sit up here and I say to myself, damn, you know, I get a celly. And uh, he said, oh, man, uh, man, they gave me life, man. Uh, I said, well, what they gave you life for, brother? 
Oh, man, we was out there warning and somebody got killed. Uh, and then, you know, my my point of view would be to them, like, how you feel now? You know, you in here with me. I've been down 30 years. You know, they just gave you 25 years of life. And, uh, you know, look at that 25 years of life in your first two years in prison, you're like, damn, that's a long-ass time. But then, you know, brother go through the Whitmore factors, you know, stress, depression, lack of mail, lack of homeboys writing them, lack of homegirls contacting the girlfriend and ran off. The mama don't want to be in the picture because she's looking at her son as collateral damage. Or the daddy is not in the picture. So he don't have nobody else to turn to but the fellow man that's a necessity towards the ones that he locked up around. And some guys on the streets know who they are. You're not fooling nobody. All the horror shit going to end when you come to the gate. And I'm going to tell you something. Everybody got a price over the head. If you don't see it now, you will see it when you get through these big gates. Wow. Because being here is not no joke. That's what I wanted to say, Lorenzo. You know, that was hey, just man. on my mind while the brother was talking. Hey, brother, I'm going to tell you something, man. And you know what? And that's what these people need to hear out here in these streets. Listen, these brothers is not free that's talking on my phone. The brother that just got off the phone been doing 30 years. Ain't seen daylight. So my show, I'm not playing with nobody because I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to let people know that if you make a mistake, not even to say that people are bad people. I was there once, but it's just that I was blessed. You know what I'm saying? It's just that I just want to give it up to my brothers inside them gates, man. I love all y'all brothers for, for being strong, man, and, 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 and just being on my radio show. I mean, it's, 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 this is a... There's something else, man. I just, I don't know, man. It's a cold situation. You know what I mean? For me to sit up here and know that stuff, man. You know what I mean? I wish you, I, I just pray that God can bless me. I can do more. You know what I'm saying? Just besides this radio show. But I do pray and I do hope that this do help y'all. And, you know, people are listening to you guys. You know what I'm saying? That's why I be wanting y'all to talk when my radio show comes. I want y'all to speak. You know what I mean? Because y'all don't even know how y'all helping people you know it's a lot of people out there with mental health issues that's like i said last week there's a lot of people that that's in prison not behind the bars they're doing time right now it's not even behind no bars or nothing you feel what i'm saying they actually doing time you know so you know the night is just one of those nights to where i'm just gonna let people speak what they want to speak because they know the truth we we out here, they in there, and, and we need to hear some valid information. So is there anybody else that wants to speak about some stuff? You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me see what you're doing. Yo, yo, what's up, Jay? Yo, what's up, Jay? Hey, hey, yeah, hey, hey, Lorenzo, I want to say something. Come on, bro. Uh, Come on, bro. Like my father, right? Big Jerry. I'm sure you out there somewhere. He probably lives where Hey, your phone so is I was to have a father, although he wasn't an uh, in-home father. You know, he was one of the brothers that was in the streets doing what he did. And uh, unfortunately, I rebelled against my father because of uh, his relationship, his strained relationship he had with my mother. 
But, you know, it took years for me to really understand who this man was who had gave me birth, who brought me into this world. And uh, like I say, I was rebellious towards him. But when I came to prison, as we all know, I've been down for the last 30 years since I was 16 years old, now 47. I started seeing things from his perspective. This was a man who always reached out to me when I was very young and asked me to live with him because him and my mom wasn't together. And I always re- would reject him. And it seemed like he never understood where I was coming from because I came up hard in them streets and watched as well. And, um, but I always know when I came to prison and I started writing a book about my life, I started realizing that what he was trying to do, he didn't want to see me repeat what he had repeated. I'm not going to call my father a failure. He's a good dude. He's, he, he, his intentions are good. But I think the way he was raising me wasn't the right way because he didn't sit me down and give me the game on how I should have uh, been fed the game. But till this day, after 30 years, he has been there by my side pushing hard, and um, I have to give him props. But the reason why I bring this up is because the male figure is very important in our communities, and we are lacking that male, that male real model. Fuck, excuse me. Forget the role model, a real model. Somebody who we need to, our kids need to start designing their lives after. Not after this is blue, red, and purple, because none of that is uh, get, getting us nowhere. It's like Brother David said. He grew up on the other side of the tracks. We grew up in the same city, but the other side of the tracks. But on the streets, we want to kill each other. But in here, we best buddies. That's a twisted ideology. And we got to come up off that twist, and hopefully the youth can fill us on this, because it's time for a change. And um, if we can do it, they can do it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I got to say for now. So I'm going to let y'all come in, and uh, hopefully we got some people that want to uh, ask them some questions, and uh, we're open for anything. Okay, I'm going to open up this line. Do anybody have any questions? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm on the, I'm on the I want to pick up on the behalf of Uncle Dave. I'm I'm OGB from Memphis, represent from Washington. Washington. And I, and, uh, I just want to say, you know, my jail time, you know what I mean, I did it wisely. You know what I mean, I, I read a lot. I got close to God, you know what I mean. Like I said, man, you know, I know where all my homies coming from, from every institution across the globe, you know what I mean? But like I say every day on my lives, you can choose knowledge, but you can't choose weird. That's the growth in you. I thank God for being on y'all's broadcast. I thank God for allowing Brother David to come in my life to continue to give me the knowledge on the behalf of what God has gave upon him. Man, also, I just want to say to every brother in jail across the globe, Man, it's only your journey, not your destination. Man, keep y'all head up. Man, y'all support y'all movement. Man, I just want to let my brother Uncle David know that I've been supporting him every each and day, me and my wife across the globe, just to let him know, man, that you got support, man. You know what I mean? Y'all keep y'all head up. Man, y'all stay down. You know what I mean? 
just continue to educate yourself, man, because like I said, man, God can bless you or curse you. And there's only so many messages God is going to send out of way. There's only a message, man. You know what I mean? God's message works like a blink of an eye. And, man, I, I did not even have you at first. And I got out December 12th or 13th, and I went back in and said, we're the 12th and I've been out October 26th. And, man, I got married. Man, I work at one of the hottest clubs in Atlanta, make guys see the reason, man. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be so productive with my life and help my people watch the members across the globe, man. And each one teach one to let them know, you know what I mean? I was young, growing up in Memphis, being a part of my own environment, man, you know what I mean? Representing from Watts, you know what I mean? From Grace Street, I represented from Watts, you know what I mean? From Memphis. Since day one, I was 20 some years. But, you know, the time I did incarcerated, you know what I mean? It helped me more than people can know because it can, it, sometimes it ain't a crime. It's a time with God. It's a message. And, man, I'm here to tell my brother across the globe, man, and I'm going to say this again. Man, we can teach knowledge, but you can't teach wisdom. That's a growth in you. Man, I thank God. It's an honor to be on this broadcast. God works on the stairway. God brings certain people in your life for a reason, man. And, man, it's an honor. Because one thing I know you can go wrong with life, I'm going to say this again, is that honor something that needs to be dishonored, dishonored someone that needs to be honored. I thank God for continuing to grow me to the man he wants me to be. Man, for all my moments, man, I'm talking about it don't matter what you will, man. You know what I mean? Whether you get advice or blood, crib, blood, at the end of the day, we all got one thing coming up our system, man. That's our skin. So, man, I'm letting y'all know right now, man, like, man, I'm here right now across the globe to represent and let my uncle know, baby, like, man, you got support. You know what I mean? Much love to everybody that's incarcerated. I must say this again. It's only your journey, not your destination. My uncle, you know I'm supporting your books like no other me and my wife, man. And, man, I just want to let y'all know, man, Man, y'all got my blessing, man. It's an honor to be on y'all broadcast. Man, I'm representing from Washington, Michigan, Southern Globe, man, on Babylon. Thank you, my brother. I love you for that, man. For real, man. That's real solid. There's brothers all over the country that just got love for folks, man. This is how we need to come together. Like I said, I'm so glad that. I'm so glad that. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I put on mute. Yeah, I'm so glad that so this glad format that this I'm so glad that this format is for us. For us. I'm glad I'm the one that I'm the one with us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anybody yeah. else got anything else to talk about? Talk about Yeah, hey, boy. Yeah, hey, boy. Go ahead, brother Dave. Go ahead, brother Dave. I've got my wife here with me. Uh she wanted to speak, but she was on the show last week, and she really liked the show, but she on the line right now. She want to say something. No problem, brother. You know, I have no problem with that, man. I wish the world would come and call in on Trump and politics. You know what I mean? Because y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all actually elevated me to go to another level. You know what I'm saying? On some real stuff. I mean, I, I've been getting calls. Go ahead, baby, if you will. 
Go ahead. Yeah, I've been getting calls from the Congo, New Zealand, England, Ghana. A lot of people have been listening to our show in other countries. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. And they really like, you got to understand, brothers from other countries praise brothers like us. Here in America, us as black men, we don't get respect from each other because we don't understand a revolution that we've really been fighting amongst our country amongst for us being a black man in America. But the, the information that I get from people from other countries, they like what we doing. They love what we talk about because they fear and they know that we have no fear to die. I have no fear to die. I, we have no fear to die. That's why we're doing this radio show. If we were scared, we would not be on this radio show. We would not be speaking out and so open on what's the truth out here. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to let y'all know that people from all over the world is really tuning in on this radio show. It might seem like it's a small platform, but it's not. It's not a it's not a small platform. This anytime you're on the internet, it's bigger than a radio station that's in your city because it's more broader. Anybody can tune in at any time and just click in. You know what I'm saying? Like tonight, I just man, I got so many callers calling in and called in, got people on hold. This is a good night. And I'm like I said, we're gonna want I want to keep this going. I want to keep on going to these guests because I don't want to bore nobody. Because it's all about the people. It's all about the people speaking. You know what I'm saying? Um, is there anybody else that like to speak about some stuff? Because you know, I'm just a guy that just like to do an open forum and give y'all a voice. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm here for. Um y'all have, have any shots? My wife has it. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, is she here? Has she made it yet? Shalom. Shalom. Yeah. Maybe there you go. Did you hear me? No, I'm sorry. I just, what happened? Oh, I told the brother Lorenzo you was going to speak. I told him you was on the air last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, one second, please. Hey, go on and go on and speak your piece. Hey, Brother David. Yeah. And your wife uh, got to talk? Yes, yes, she right here. Uh, the thing is, uh, my wife had last week. She tuned in. You know, we 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 collaborated on some issues, brother Jay, uh, Lorenzo. Uh, but I know that she was going to talk to the brother about the session for last week. Yes. Uh, the thing is, everybody have a voice. We don't want to cut the next man out. We want to respect the talker. Um, but the thing is, I look at this show, I'm taking it as a stepping stone because it reached the masses of people. 
and the young brothers and sisters that's roaming the streets at this time of hour right now, no matter where they at. And my wife told me the other day, he said, you have a whole lot to speak about. But sometimes you choose to remain silent. For whatever my particular reason is to remain silent, I do it because sometimes loneliness sets in, and it sets in to remind me to remain humble. I know how to remain humble under my current situation. Sometimes the pressure can be so bubbling, it don't force me to do anything besides to stay humble. But in this setting, you got some brothers really don't know how to control their behavior. They explode due to rage, the discomfort of their situation, and whatever else might be going on in their life or undergoing their incarceration. But my wife wanted to speak on some issues, uh, if you may. Go ahead, baby. Hello. Hello. Uh, hi. I was just, I was listening last week when you had all the gentlemen on, and you, you guys were touching on some really good issues. But I know you're, you know, striving to make your radio show, um, you know, huge because that's everybody go to do something they have a passion for. But I just notice, like, sometimes, um, you know, because I work, when I work at, I'm the only um, black there. And I notice that, you know, when people assume, when we use a lot of profanity, we have limited vocabulary. And, you know, you're going to have a whole walk the life of people listening. So I just say that um, the gentlemen that do speak on the radio, because it could be children listening, it could be teenagers, they shouldn't use too much profanity. I agree. And they shouldn't, they shouldn't use too much profanity. Um, you know, women listen. You're going to have kids. Because you're trying to reach the, cause, you know, the reason why I tune in, because we're talking about the inner city kids. And there's really no type of structure for them. So I thought the show was geared on how we're going to change or improve and help the inner city kids. And by you having a radio show and everyone speaking, you know, they may tune in, you know, because everybody does YouTube and they're on social media. So I think they should just watch their verbiage in their language on how they speak. Yes. Because there's other ways to speak without using profanity. Yes. You know what? And I do agree with that. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I know what you're talking about last week. You know what? That's. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that hit. That's my cup of tea. I'm going to drink that cup of tea because I'm going to tell you, I don't even allow cussing on my radio show. I, I, mean, I noticed I that one, for our first yeah, episode. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't even allow that. I usually, like, really, really, like, shut him down from cussing and stuff. And I know he was doing – I don't know what it was last week. I just let him float with that. But I, I guarantee that, being that you brought it to my attention, I will keep my protocol as protocol with the way it's supposed to be. And I really thank you for um, 
acknowledging oh. that and sometimes you know that's the first time that that happened that's the first time i ever let that happen and it's gonna be the last time that's gonna happen because that do make a lot of sense to me because a lot of kids might just listen in on a radio show uh some pastors might want to listen on a radio show and i might want to get a sponsor i might want to get a sponsor a sponsor is not going to sponsor my radio show if somebody cussing on my show so i really appreciate that enlightenment uh like i said that is my cup of tea i could have stopped it but i don't know what happened i ain't got no excuses i just let it happen but it would have to never worry about that again um and like I say, just thank you. This is what the see, and this is what the see. You have to be open for correction. I'm open for correction. I don't have a problem with that, because I want to. In order for me to be better, I got to do better, you know. And if I say this is a community voice for the people, I got to let this be the community voice for the people. Like I said, I really thank you for that information. You have to worry about that no more again, my queen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, what was that again, sir? I like that. I said this Jay. I said that was beautifully stated, and I appreciate her uh, her tolerance as well as her uh, her point of view because I'm sure she speaks for a masses. And uh, thank you, uh, Mrs. David. I appreciate that too, it's really from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Yes. Well, like I, said, I think there's some, go ahead. I think there's some more people trying to uh, call in because I I just invited some other people. I think some other people are trying to come in. So let me see. I see somebody. Let me see. Uh, let me see. I got boom boom. So I already know that. Because any new callers in on the line, I see one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I see. A, okay. Anybody else on the line? Anybody else got something they want to speak about? You know what I mean? Because this is Trump and Politics, T25CL.com. Got us to talk radio. It is hot up in here where I'm at. I'm sweating like a hog right now. I know people can see me on Facebook Live, but it is hot. It's fish grease up in here. I'm sweating like I've been working out. So is any other information that people want to speak about, talk about? Like I said, I really love this show tonight. I really like that enlightenment on uh, the queen letting me know that the show has to be very more controlled about how you speak because people are listening from all over the world. And we got to be able to take our, uh, when somebody comes to us, we got to be have to take, be able to take criticism, y'all. That's another problem amongst us. We don't want to take criticism. Um, when we do something that somebody don't agree, you know what I mean? You got to be open. You got to be proactive. And and that's what company politics is about. Y'all hold on. Can somebody speak real? Because I got to go get me a towel. I'm sweating like a hog, man. And I don't know what it is. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Assad. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, hey. Are you good, man? Don't be good, man. For watching this across the globe, man. Hey, Brother Jay. Yeah. So the thing is, when President Lorenzo returned, uh, I started uh, a gang investment correspondence platform for us to communicate 
with the children. Uh, my pillbox is five five Lakewood, California. All correspondence should be directed to Shalon. Uh, Lakewood, California. This is post box five five zero, Lakewood, California. Nine oh seven one four. Code. What's the name of that course? Uh, I'm starting a gang interventionist correspondence. Parents will have to approve their kids writing the gang interventionist man behind walls to get them to see a different perspective from the pen to the streets. Definitely where I stand at right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, and um, also let them know about the the book that you and I are putting together, which also will be uh, aimed at gang um, prevention, and uh, that's something yeah. that uh, David are putting together. Mm-hmm. I've also got my own memoir that's on uh, jmediabooks.bigcartel.com. You can also go to my uh, brother's Facebook and um, check out some of my material on his Facebook at J Burton, J-A-Y-B-U-R-T-O-N. You can go to that Facebook and check out some of the material on there. Check out this movement that we got going on. It's for the uh, whole thing about prison reform, like people and what's going on within the prison as well as helping the youth. This is what we're here for, to try to bring light to this uh, this problem that has been going on for decades. And it starts with the grassroots. It starts with just the regular people. You are the voice. The majority rule. We just need you guys to get behind us. And um, Asad, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, uh, you want to speak your piece? My brother Assad is from Sacramento, California, so um, we got some guys from the Northern Cali. You want to Okay, okay. What's, what's yeah, that from today? Brother Assad, he's from Sacramento. Oh, yeah, uh, this brother Assad, uh, out of Sacramento, um, been down about, what, 13 years now, man, and um, I'm just uh, enjoying the, um, this platform right now. This is, this is a beautiful thing that you got going, man, and... Uh, Earlier, you had said something like, "This is all you got," but you said, "This is this is something, that, and it's and it's real important because it's it's important for uh, for people to you know, have their voice." And this is what you're doing—you giving people their voice, and, and and that's a lot. And you're saying that's 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 not a small thing. So <clears throat> I've been saying, just hats off to you for that, man. Um, yeah, uh, I'm you know I'm, I'm here and saying enjoying enjoying the topic. And um, any questions? You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm there. Okay. Hey, so are you incarcerated too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how long have you been down, if you don't mind me asking? I've been down 13 years. How much more time do you have? Uh, I got a date within uh, now, 2031, because of the, uh, that new bill, that Senate bill they passed, uh, 261. I came down when I was uh, I was 20 years old when I caught my case. So, uh, and, you know, I, I it was 2057, but, you know, 
since you know the people didn't voted for this and, and, and enacted these laws that's another thing that's important is for for you know the family for people out there to uh you know really be involved in in, in these uh in these bills that's out there right and, and you know also you can you can also you know uh put in these type of petitions you know if you, if you want to affect some type of change you know this that's that's the alleyway for it is you know utilizing these petitions and getting it approved through the, uh through these committees uh, and these this assemblies and, and and all that right because uh it's a lot of people in here that you know trying to trying to trying to do better and and you know better themselves edu- uh, through education spirituality and, and whatnot and so uh you know i know a lot of people think like oh man you know people in prison is just it's, it's over from they they deserve to be there which is not that's not true you got a lot of sharp minds in here you know and they need a they need a outlet they need to be back out there you know in touch with the community because we can it you know it's, it's it's people like us that's been down this road that can that can coach those you know, send the youth out there because you know, <clears throat> like I'm going through um, some right now. I'm trying to, you know, trying to educate my son. I wasn't ever uh, really there for him. I've been, I've, I've been incarcerated most of my life, so it's 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 a difficult process. But uh, yeah, it's just you know, want to want to want to reach out and um and help those um that 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 need it. And and we we some some of the some of the people that's in here are are best qualified to do it because they actually lived it and experienced it. You know, not to take nothing from you know some of the people that starting these uh these youth programs out there and stuff uh that that's never walked in or been in these shoes right is you right. know i think more the most qualified is those that actually lived it and you know and, and grew from a bundle that and i'm I'm one of those and I'm still growing still you know still educating myself and <clears throat> you know attempting to uh, give back now to the uh, to the society I terrorized it enough and now it's time to give give back and, and build it but uh you know a lot of us uh didn't really have uh, that 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 support system, you know, and you know, or the support system that we did have was, the, you know, the, the gang culture, and this is what we we analyze and um and, and we and we took after um not realizing where where it led to, but at the same time, I say I always say that my my personal experience was like a like a uh, it was a curse, but it was a blessing because. Mm. If if I didn't if I if I never went through any of the things that I did I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be in this uh, in, in in with the state of mind that I am because I wouldn't have never known that you know there there was an issue because we didn't you know a lot of us when we when we um, when we choose the, uh, the lifestyle we we get involved in a lifestyle that we were in we don't we don't realize that it's something else so we or we only think that <clears throat> this is all it is so you know that that uh you know the the glamour of it or whatnot you know it's 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 one point of it but there's, there's, there's better things so i always I always say yeah that it was like a blessing and a curse because i, I wouldn't i wouldn't be in this business and i am right now and like and I, again i appreciate this uh you, you giving this platform because it's important thank you man i really appreciate that i appreciate your 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 story you know what i'm saying and it's enlightening that your spirit is the way it is and that's why i like talking to y'all brothers because y'all keep my mindset y'all keep my brain maintained you know y'all remind me i need to keep my butt straight you feel what i'm saying i mean that's what y'all help me at. help me with my movement you know what i'm saying and i really want to be the um when y'all ever have bills like that y'all need to really get it out there and it's about y'all getting out it's about things getting better inside the prisons Y'all let me know, because I'm going to be that pusher for y'all through this radio station. You know what I'm saying? So anytime there's new laws that come out 
or anything that's justifying for the system, for the people that's inside, you let me know, and I'm going to make sure it can get out to the community. Hey, most definitely. <clears throat> for sure. I think, uh, do you got any 661 numbers trying to call in? Uh, I only see yours right now. Um, I see, uh, you're still Davis on. Uh, hey, yeah. Your boy, uh, hey, hey. your boy, Bo still on. Hey, excuse me. Hey, excuse me one second. Uh, yes. I got I got brother Scarry back on the phone from a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Okay. And hey, Scarry, you wanna um, chime in? Yeah, you want to chime in on something? Hey, what's, what's the time? How you brothers doing, man? I give my love and respect to everybody. Man. The topic tonight. Hey, you right. hear him, Lorenzo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the talking to the mic. We can barely hear him. What the brother talking about tonight? Hey, they can barely hear you. Hey, Lorenzo. Yes, sir. Hey, Ascari uh, hey, asked, what is the topic for tonight? Well, you know, it's pretty open. You know what I'm saying? We just kind of like telling our, te our testimonies, you know, just give them some information to the youth if we can. You know, just trying to keep it positive because, like I said, I don't really have questions when it comes to y'all, man, because y'all stuff is too real to be asking questions and stuff. You know what I mean? Because uh, I just got to respect that lane like that. You know what I mean? Because y'all give it to me real. Y'all give it to people the stuff real. No matter what you say, it's beneficial. No matter what you say is beneficial to our community, you know, uh, also talking about the bills that being passed to help people inside. So I think that's the main important thing to talk about is how the outside can help the inside. You know what I'm saying? Really, you know, pass. Let's help pass some of these bills that's coming out to help y'all inside of there. And that's what we're talking about. We was talking about Trump, you know, his ignorance. Uh, we're just trying to talk about all positive stuff, my brother. So if you got anything positive, you want to lace these youths because people from all over the world are going to be listening to you. So no matter what you feel, something you've been wanting to tell somebody, you want to give a shout out, it's open mic for you, my brother. Hey, speaker, Scarry. Oh, yeah, I'm here with Brother Prince, too. Brother Prince with me, you know, so he might have something to say every now and then. But, but the thing is that... Well, since we don't have no topic and we off the head on this here, I want to touch bases on a few things that's been on my mind for a while, right? And it deals with uh, 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 how our people is actually not getting the information in the 21st century. So that means our proper, our proper, we ain't propagating to the degree that can reach our children from the bottom up, from the youngest to the oldest. Elderly should get it. The middle age should get it. The adults, young man, woman and man should get it. The young adults should get it. Teenagers should get it. The adolescents should get it, and the babies should get it. There should be examples, and it should be a, a, a consistent, uh, concerted, and a coercive effort to always spread what what our history is, what our present is, and what our future is going to look like. This is one of the things that we would be selling in in terms of a representation in respect to the people. People have to be informed to some degree in order for us to get 
the word out. I mean, in order not not just get the word out, but in order for us to get the word out, the people have to be informed in order for us to, to start to make some kind of leeway and uh, or some gateway into changing what you call this this situation that we find ourselves consistently in. You did. So we talking yes. about propagand pro- propagating our message. What is our message? Our history. We have to let people know to the extent. Because I'm, I'm dealing with sisters and brothers daily who actually feel that we cry foul against the white man for our troops. We can't even wow. speak our truth with our own people, literally making us feel like we the one held us in slavery and shit. Like we the one ripped us and, and stole our land and stole our, all our, our riches and our social and our cultural and our political and our economic and our military structures. They don't want. They don't want disenfranchised us. They don't want subjugated us. They don't want to disenfranchised us. But you go to talking to some of these sisters and these brothers, and, and mainly sisters that that semi believe that they working hard and doing everything right, and then you go to telling them about the circumstances as it relates to that to that beast, that i.e. white man who have literally conquered us to the degree where we don't even know who the hell we are. Then we become the what you call the subject of the problem. Why are you always blaming something on the white man? I ain't blaming shit on the white man. I'm telling you some truth. That's all I'm telling you is some truth. So if I can't tell you the truth, then how in the hell are we going to get to some kind of uh, a paradigm where we can set an example for how we should be? Hey, hey excuse, 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 hey, 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 uh, Brother Scar. Um, Tonight there's uh, no 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 curse words. We are uh, trying to keep it clean because we got kids listening in, big bro. Yeah, I didn't curse. Okay, do your thing. Spread the word. All right, spread the word, big bro. I don't even curse, bro. Okay, I, okay, my bad. You know, I don't even curse. You know, one of the things I try not to do is curse and use the N word and all the derogatory terms that constantly keep us. What you call quakered up, you know, held in quicksand without no ropes. You did? So, my whole thing is, bro, and if you do got children, listen, they need to hear this kind of language. They need to know the truth. Of, they all, Truth is never hurt nobody, man. It enlightens them. And when you don't believe something is the truth, then go research it yourself. Go get it yourself. You got an opportunity to go research anything, the world is open to you. When it comes to books, when it comes to you go to people on YouTube, you can go all around the world and get insights from all different walks of life. But you want to get the truth. Because ain't nobody got no ain't nobody got no problem with lying to you. Hmm. We're going to lie to you in a heartbeat if you're willing to be subjected, subjected to it. If I see that you, if you coming towards me like a lollipop, I'm going to lick on you. You see what I'm saying? That's how people treat people. Based on your intellect, if you can, if they see, okay, I can tell this cat, I can run by him or her, this lie here, spend this on them, and then have them doing this and that because they don't research nothing. They ain't gonna check it. You see, I go, oh look, this what happened. Well, you know, uh, 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 Harriet Tubman, the one actually enslaved all Africans, and then you said up there, what? I didn't know that. Now, wait a minute. Now, what happened? Harriet Tubman, the one who enslaved all Africans. I didn't he know that. He was the one that freed them. He used that as an example. 
Oh, okay. That's the danger I'm talking about right there. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm trying to show you. See how fast you was like, whoa, is that right? I didn't know that. <laughs> this is how bad we are when it comes to information. You don't research it. Harriet Tubman, for the record, is the one that liberated. Now, she was a slave herself, and then she became a resistance. And she went in there and started an underground railroad, and she liberated countless of, of slaves. Hey, I think this is Brother Prince, right? I think the main problem with our people right now is that they only understand or can perceive a history that only go back to slavery. And that's the main problem. You know, our people is only, uh, they only, their conscious, their, their, their level of consciousness is dependent on the, the level of their history. And our history, as far as, the, as we know, as they're telling us, only go back to slavery. But our history go back hundreds of thousands of years that we've been on the planet. We are the original people. You know what I'm saying? Even white archaeologists and paleontologists, they, they can't even get around this fact. So they say, yes, black people are the original people. You know? And our history goes back hundreds of thousands of years. We got the oldest history. We are the oldest people on the planet. We the ones that created civilization, writing, mathematics, and everything. But we don't know this. All we know is that we were slaves, and it was Harriet Tubman and Martin Luther King and, and, and Malcolm X, and we killed his ass, and that's all they know. You know, this is all they teach us, see? So you only, you only, you only what your history reveals you to be. And as far as most Americans, black Americans, uh, or black people in America, which I like to call us, you know, we only know the last 154, 200 years of, uh, of history, you know. You gain confidence of who you are by knowing who you are, you know. If you knew that your people started civilization, that you created sphinx and, and pyramids and other monumental temples, that these people still don't have the intellectual wherewithal to duplicate right now to this day, then you have a different perception of yourself. You see, this, this structure's over there in Africa, so, so old, 40 and 50,000 years old, that these Europeans know it. And they ain't telling us nothing about it because that'll give you a different perception of yourself if you knew that you, you did this stuff, that, that, this, that, that, that civilization as it now stands came from you, from your people. This is what they're hiding from us, you know. They're not hiding no we were slaves, and it's more important than that. It's, it's, it's the reason why these people admire and envy and hate us all at the same time, you see, because they know who we are, and we don't even know who we are, you see. And this is what they're hiding from us. We don't even know who we are, why we're here, and why we exist. We're spiritually and mentally dead as an African people right now because we don't know who we are. Who we are, you can't even imagine yourself to be, you see. And they know who we are, but we don't know. And this is who they're scared of. They're not scared of us getting together and fighting them militarily because they know we can't win because they already took us down. Some of the greatest racial wars when took place right there in Africa with the Zulus and, 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 and other tribes over there with these Europeans. Man, they beat us. 
So that's not what they're scared of. And we should never think that's what they're scared of because mind is over matter. See, they're scared of the mind. They're scared of the original mind, the original man, the original mind of the original man. That's what they're scared of. Come on, sir. Yeah, that's 1,000 real, man. That was some great information right there. You know, I'm not, like I said, I love listening to this this information. You know what I mean? And that's why I said this is a voice for the people. You know what I'm saying? Conquer politics is a voice for the people. We got the brother. We got the, right. Go ahead. We got the brother Hassan right here, too. Okay, can Hassan, you speak up a little bit? No problem. Speak up a little bit in the mic. Okay, we just want to speak to um, all our African American children out there. We want to um, encourage y'all to value the ability to make your own choices. When you're growing up in this world and you're facing all these challenges in life, don't give up. Always value the part of your decision making. Your decisions is going to always dictate your next hours. So you always want to pay attention to the decisions you make. It's a lot of things that we go through in our life and we can look back on one decision that we made. So the decisions is the most important part of your life. You know, it's a lot that we face with and we always challenge with. Now, me being the father of a nine-year-old black kid, I'm always encouraging him to make good choices because his decisions is what's going to lead him to where he want to be. So if he chooses to study or if he chooses to play a video game, that's his choice. So, you know, they got all this technology that's, that's taking over the world right now and it's corrupting young minds. And, um, you know, back in the early 80s and, and, and before that, Technology wasn't even important. We threw water balloons to have fun. They don't even you know get wet no more. <laughs> but um, it's just a whole lot of it's a whole lot of struggles out there in the world. And um, I'm not gonna be the one to to, to sugarcoat it and make it seem like it ain't hard because it is hard. You know, just being in this in this country where we at. You know, we're not welcome here. That don't mean we ain't got no claim. You know, we got to take what's ours. We got to make sure we put our foot down and we got to show our strength. And, you know, we got to embrace our weaknesses and, and, and get stronger in those areas as well. We got to start supporting each other. Right. We all got to learn how to rise from, from, from when we fall. You know, we fall and we feel like we fail, so that's what it is. When we fall, you're always supposed to get back up. And as long as you get up, and you can move forward because it's backwards never and always go forward. Once you go backwards and you backtrack in history, you know, we got the chance right now to rewrite history, to rewrite history for our, 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 our future. You know, so today is the day that we all supposed to come together and figure out a whole other strategy. You know, use your young minds and shape them the way you want them to work. Don't shape them to nobody else's liking. 
Embrace all your abilities. Embrace all your abilities and love yourself and love your people because black is beautiful. And um, they just going to keep building jails. If we keep making bad decisions, they're going to keep building jails. You know, so um, I just want to encourage all the youth and all the um, the elders out there to encourage the youth as well. Give them life. Give the youth life. Let them know that they need to have goals and dreams. When I was a young kid, nobody encouraged me to have goals and dreams. And um, I made mistakes, you know. I got a, a eight-year-old son, and he told me he want to be a doctor. I told him, you way in front of me then. Because <laughs> when I was eight, all I was thinking about was making bad decisions. So get you some dreams. They may change up a while. They may change up a few times, but as long as you got one dream or two dreams, and if your dreams don't scare you, then they ain't big enough. One love, this brother is fine. Thanks a lot, my brother. That's that's love right there. Thank you for that one thousand information. Like I say, this Compton Politics is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is your boy Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, we got about twelve more minutes. It's gonna be two hours. We've been online. I'm cutting it off at ten o'clock because I know we got to shut down and people got to get ready for tomorrow. Um, this has been an enlightening night. I thank all y'all brothers coming in on this line i mean y'all just don't even know how important y'all are still to society you know what i mean you know what i mean and i just want to go ahead and continue on um i'm bringing y'all to the table because somebody gonna end up biting on us one time you know what i mean i can see uh we're gonna be able to do some type of conference with y'all brothers you know what i'm saying and that's what i'm looking at doing an event to where it's going to be used there and y'all brothers can be able to talk to these youths one-on-one you know what i'm saying that's what i'm looking at is trying to grow with y'all brothers not just trying to do some radio show we're going to do so i want to do some other things like i said it's just we planting a seed right now i don't know where it's going to grow i don't know what's going to come about it but i know god is in this right here it's a purpose and it's a reason why that we all on this radio show to get this information out to the right people that really really need it we know who those people are. I'm going to be cutting the show off in about another 10 minutes. Is there anybody else on the lines that like to speak? And uh, any questions? Let me see if my people got any questions. I know she. Uh, you, you have any questions for the guests on the line? Um, I guess. Hello? Hello? Hold on. Do you have any, you have any, you have any questions? Do you have any more questions? I don't have questions, but I, I do have, have a comment. But I do though. have a comment, though. Okay, what's your comment? Okay, what's your comment? My comment is my that comment this, is okay, that this is like my first time. Like my first time. And I and really, I, I really, I really like I, it a lot. I really like it a lot. It's, it was a lot of truth to the information that was given, and I mean, it's a lot to, you know, absorb but it's worth it because it gives you, I don't know, it puts a lot on your mind, things that you didn't think about on just, you know, a normal average little daily basis or what have you. But just listening to different views and, you know, from different men, different women, the women that spoke, that was like, that was very helpful for me being a, um, you know, black woman to hear another woman speak on, on the, you know, 
on the radio like that too was very helpful for me, just hearing that women can put their contributions in as well. So I really like that. And like I said, it was my first time here. So I want to say thank you to all you gentlemen, women. And um, I plan on coming back and listening. You can come back and be a guest. You know, I'm sure you got something out there that you do. Uh, I'm not going to put you on front street like that, but I'm sure that you enter something in a community. I'm sure you work with people in some type of way. Can I ask, what do you do out there, Ben, that you really incline or what's going on with the show? And what do you really feel about me bringing these guys from where they come from, where they at, you know, and the, you know what I'm saying? What do you really think about a show like this? I just need to get your opinion by you saying it's your first time calling and I know you wasn't even really expecting something like this. Uh, you know, like I say, 75% of the guys on the phone right now are probably done there 30 years or more and they still in there. What do you think about something like that? How, what type of impact is it helping you with? I mean, it's helping me because I have, you know, I have sons and cousins and nephews and, you know, even even women. I mean, there's incarcerated women, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I know I keep throwing that up, but for from a woman, that that means a lot when you hear other women, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like I have a couple women in my family that are incarcerated, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, I'm supportive of them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going right. to always be that for them. I mean, everybody gets caught up. It's not like it doesn't make you a bad person because you're in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it right. just makes that maybe you made some maybe uh, – in. I would say for like for one of my cousins, she made an incomplete decision. That's how I look at it because the decision she was making wasn't – I don't know, quote, unquote, like a bad decision. It was just something that led her to where she's at. You know what I mean? But when you look at it, because her situation, it was kind of like self-defense. That's exactly what it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? So instead of walking away from the situation and saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going to, no, uh-uh, this is not going to happen to me, you know, you're not going to put your hands on me again, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow this. Um, she kind of she acted on it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And the result of her acting on that landed her a lifetime in prison. Okay, because wow. she, and, you know, she did what she did. But I just feel like if she could have put a little more thought to that, maybe the circumstances and situation could be a little bit different. But maybe not. Because on the flip side of that is in the spur of the moment, when you're going through something like that, you know what I mean? I mean, you have a man. I'm just speaking on, I'm speaking on no, her. No, go ahead. No, you know, we speak 1,000. We, we, it's no, listen, it ain't no right, it ain't no wrong, and it ain't no judgment on counter politics. It's strictly straight to the, it ain't no chase. We go straight to the point. Don't worry, but we ain't judging you enough. Okay. I appreciate that. I really do, my brothers. I really do. Because it's like, you know, I'm really close to her. This is like more like a sister to me, you know? So she's, you know, she just, she got herself, you know, a a lifetime sentence. And and it really was in self-defense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she had somebody that would, thought it was okay to lay hands on her. Somebody that thought it was okay to put her on, uh, you know, in, in a coma for a couple of weeks, you know, or almost a month, actually. You know what I'm saying? So she yeah. thought, I mean, she, she reacted to that, to that violent act that he 
projected onto her first off, you know? So in response to, uh, you know, saving herself, as how is how I look at it, she has what she's now faced with, you know? And now, you know, everybody, her kids, you know, everybody, I'm like a mama to her kids, you know, I'm out here helping her, you know, helping her children and stuff. So, so not to make light, all I'm saying is not to make light of anybody's situation because everybody has a situation, okay? Like one of the brothers on here said something about um, how you can, how you can, have a how you can have a situation and you don't even have to be in you don't have to maybe maybe something kept you from you know we've all done things that maybe we just haven't gotten caught for doing them you know what i'm saying but if you were would have got gaffled up and got caught behind it then yeah you would be doing some time too you know like some of these men in here a lot of these men and women are are not even are innocent you know what i'm saying i mean of course they've you know they caught cases behind crap that you know was just because maybe of a skin complexion or a skin tone or because you fit the profile of somebody with a bald head six foot ten slender you know what i'm saying but you caught the case because they found you know they caught you and so yeah he of fits course. that profile so maybe you got caught up and you really shouldn't even be sitting where you're sitting right now, you know? So that's another thing that needs to be looked at, too. It's like, you know, our uh, our system, you know, in my eyes, our system is kind of really jacked up, you know, because sometimes just the wrong, like the wrong place at the wrong time. That, of course. Okay? That part. So, yeah, but anyway, I just, I, I just came on and I, you know, I was invited to, to this station and this has been really like really interesting for me. It really has. I've just been like listening and listening. I'm a big listener. I don't, you know, sometimes it takes a lot. I want to hear and I want to know because when I go in, I want to be able to know what I'm talking about. I don't want to get on the line, sound stupid and, you know, Dumb. As my grandmother always taught me, that the stupid question is the one that's never asked. You know what I'm saying? So we need to know. Yeah, so we need to know that too. You know, we need to go in with a positive, just as long as we can, um, like this is for the youth, you know, as well. And as long as we can um, project that to them, because because of of our our men and women who are uh, incarcerated, you know, those are the ones that can that are coming online, the ones that want to share to keep others, you know, our youth and our kids, our teenagers, uh, female, male, female, you know, from from getting caught up. You know? Yeah, so I just I just give all you guys big props on that because that's a for me, that's a big man and a big woman to be able to come and and like air your dirty not dirty laundry in that aspect but you know what i'm saying just to be yeah just to be able to tell your story and be you know and like myself i work in the public eye as well i've got um a, i work with the community you know i work for the state for the state of california and i and i do a lot of um 
you know, public intertwining and things like that too. So not only is it helpful for um, the youth, uh, I feel like it's helpful like with what I do because I work with the elderly, you know what I'm saying? And you would yeah. not even know like the stream amount, there's extreme amounts of elderly uh, abuse and there's things that goes on in the, you know, the line of work that I do, you know, and um, because I'm mandated reporter, I have to report these things, you know, so it's so easy. That's how I'm just saying it's so easy for, you know, a, a, something to happen because you're doing, you're doing your job, actually. You know what I mean? When yeah. I'm out there in the streets, you know, I get threats all the time. I get threatened, you know. You, you so-and-so, you know, you better not do this, you better not do that, whatever, whatever. Whoop-de-boop. But you know what? And the reality of it all, that's just like how quick, how fast, something can happen if I choose to react to that my reaction is what can keep me from situations or either take me to situations you know what I mean so we have to try to think about our actions before we react yeah you know you know what you know and that's the whole thing I'm gonna open up the lines real quick because I'm gonna be getting off in a moment I was letting everybody you know, say their last words, but that's the whole thing where I try to teach. That's one of my curriculums is being able to make decisions under pressure. Under pressure. You know what I mean? And that's what really mm-hmm. that's making, that's making decisions, that's making decisions in crisis, in under pressure. You're in an argument, you're fighting, or something jump off real quick. Just something happens something something uh, you know, you know, I'm putting in if everybody want to just take their time, say your last words, whatever you want to say, it's all good. I'm going to try to go person by person. I'm going to mute everybody. If I come to you, you want to say something cool. If you don't, uh, I, it's all good. So I'm going to mute everybody right now. I'm going to go down the line because I want everybody to say something if they like to. You know what I mean? So I want to go with you right here. Hello, this country policy. Who is this on the line? It's Brother Dave. Yep. Hey, Dave, this is my last, and you can say your last words, whatever you want to say. I'm just going to go down the line, my brother. I'm going to end the show. Just want to thank y'all for calling in well, and hanging in for two hours. I appreciate it. We can call next week. I guess it's another series next week. Anything you want to give out to the world, to the youth, to the elders, whatever you want to say, brother. I uh, thank you for having me on the show tonight with my family and a friend that I brought to the show with me that's on air. Uh, it's been a big impact upon me and them as well because, you know, they me right where I'm at. Not probably need it. And thank you as well uh, for your voice. I call the, the name that I use for voice for the people is called Vox Propolis. It's a Latin word, and that means voice of the people. Uh, so I thank you tonight, Brother Lorenzo, but uh, Brother Jay. Uh, we will converse on another note on another day. Yes, sir. Next Monday. Or 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Tell your wife I said thanks a lot too. All right. Thank you. All right. Hold on. Let me go down to the next person. Yo, yo, this country politics. Who is this on the line? This is Jerry. What's up, Jerry? You like to say something before we get off the line? You know what I'm saying? Something to yeah, the world, something to the people. Yeah, this is uh, Big Jerry. Little Jerry, uh, dad, his dad. Little J, it's Big J. Yes, sir. What I want to say, what I want to say was, you know, I like your show. It's, it's real positive. It's got a lot of energy. But the problem is people need to focus on our history is now. We can't keep thinking backwards about yesterday. Yesterday is gone. Today is our day to change. And uh, as long as we keep going forward, then we can start having changes. We can make a change today. We can forgive the, the wrong we did for yesterday, but we can move forward. That's how we win. We can't keep dwelling in the past. Right. We got to keep moving forward. Even the preacher man, he tells us, oh, well, this happened a long time ago. What about today? We need to talk about today and tomorrow. We need to keep moving forward, keep thinking forward. That's how we win. Everything else is irrelevant. So everybody just hear my voice. Remember, only the strong will survive, and the weak will fade by the wayside. So stay strong. And this is Jerry. I'm out. Thank you, Jerry. I'm going to put you on mute. Thanks so much, man, for calling in, man. Your son is a wonderful young man, and, man, we're going to keep him in my prayers. Right. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to the next caller. The next caller is country politics. Who is this on the line, may I ask? Yo, yo, you don't want to speak? Okay. Hold on. Let me put this person on hold. Yo, yo, this country kind of politics. Uh, you like to speak and say your last words to the community, brother? I'll let everybody know my name is Tiant, T I A N T. Hit me on Facebook. You know, I, I do want to continue to participate with the show. I think Jay hit me up. You know what I mean? I is truly, truly appreciate like beyond measure. And, uh, you know, just be on the lookout. I, I've been working on sharing and doing some, you know, some graphics and so on and so forth. So I want to promote the show. And also I want to acknowledge that, you know, for, for me personally, I've been to AA meetings and churches and so on and so forth, but I, I never felt a personal connection to those experiences. And, uh, and I, I feel that here. So I, I just want to say thanks to everybody, you know, just having a forum for us to have our voice heard. And, and where we could be ourselves, you know. So, so much thanks and thanks to you for putting it together. And, you know, you'll truly appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. I really appreciate, brother. It. appreciate it. Let me go to uh, my boy Jay, the man of the hour. What's up, Jay? It's your uh, turn, bro. All right, hey, uh, Ascari, I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to close it out. Okay, look here. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist, man, and I can't, a lot of stuff, when I hear certain things, I can't just let it go because I believe that we have to be truth tellers in this revolutionary struggle that we're pushing forward for our liberation from the yoke of uh, 
white white supremacy, white supremacy oppression. Now, when the brother uh, Jerry was speaking, he said that we can't look back. We have to look back in the past. The past is the future. You know, that's like saying you don't if you don't want to go back and understand what Planned Parenthood has been, how it affected us as a people inside this country, then you would never know that 16 million babies, black babies, was aborted right here in America. You don't go back and land and understand our history as a people, you will never know about Jim Crow and the new Jim Crow. You can't say we need to live in today, but that's all we've been living. We've been living like a loose federation. When we are actually 55 to 60, 60 million strong right here in America, we are a mighty nation, but we live for the day. And when you live for the day, that means you don't have no past to take you to no future. You have to go back in your past and understand who you are and what you were before you can even begin to move forward. So I think that we, when we understand things as it, as it should be understood, then we are we are informed enough to make the, the necessary decision to move us forward. If the preachers in the church had the answers, then we wouldn't have no problem. But all they're doing is taking the buck out the, out the, out the community. They're not doing nothing for the community. And that's concrete right there. You know, I'm in my 50s, and I know for a fact that the churches that have been around our communities have done zero. Right to help build them community, but we definitely can't look to no future, no preachers, or nobody that's running around pimping God for their interests. You know what I'm saying? We have to be real serious about our struggle for our survival because right now we under a serious attack. And the only way you're gonna understand how to counter that is by knowing where you're coming from. With that said, I, I greet you all with love and respect and discipline. And let me let me piggy off of what Ascari just said, right? Uh, the way consciousness works is is that if you don't know where you come from, it's impossible to know where you at. If you don't know where you at, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. You see, that's the way consciousness works. See, and uh, one more thing I want to say is this: uh, we got to understand. I know when people hear the word conspiracy. They get all uptight and, you know, and think of ridicule and all that. But there's a conspiracy against black men in this country right now. And not only and not only in this country, but all over the world against black men, you see. So when the sister was saying it's so easy to get caught up, it's easy to get caught up because it was designed like that, you know. Our entire socioeconomic structure was designed to get us caught up real easy. We live in a, an extremely materialistic world where they commercialize all this stuff and promote this stuff towards black people, knowing that we ain't got the finance to uh, get it, but they promote it toward us. See, So it's easy to get caught up because there is a conspiracy to destroy black men in this country and all over the world for that matter. And women. And, uh, and women, for sure, and women. Because we stand equal with our women. You know, we don't we don't run a, a a patriarch society. We run a matriarch society. We always have our women stand beside us, not behind us. You know, and uh, with that said, I'll I let I let the next brother go. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, it's about-
Hi, this is Brother Jay, man. And uh, first of all, I'd like to thank all my guests for coming. Ascari, his, his his partner he just bought on, a boy Chibosky, yeah, uh, Brother David, and there's quite a few other ones that um, I can't name at the moment because there's so many, and I'm trying to think as I go. Uh, Big Jerry, for the, for the listeners, that's actually my father. Peace and blessings to that man. Yes, yeah, yeah, peace and blessings. And um, I, 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 you know, I, I love this this form and that um that woman that spoke, uh, uh, Mr. David, his wife, she did good. The uh woman that spoke uh later on in the um interview, she was really a a, a highlighted blessing to this show. Hopefully, we can get more voices like hers to come and um intervene and, and tell about their struggles, so we can see things from their perspective as well. If we can, we can hopefully we can get a a couple of youth come in so we can also hear their side of the story because it's most it's multiple sides to the story for us to really understand what's going on. I mean, we all been in in the youth shoes, but now it's time for us to listen to what they got to say right now because I don't think nobody is listening to them. That's why they're running out there just uh running out there blind. But we got to do something. We have to bring a solution to what's going on out there. And the time is now. And like Brother Scar said, yeah, we do got to know our history so we know where we're going. Because if we can continue to live in the moment, just living for today, living on top of material, we're going to continue to destroy ourselves. And uh, it's going to be radio shows like this that's going to enlighten what's going on. And uh, Lorenzo, I really thank you for giving us this voice. And I'm going to continue to bring the brothers on as much as I can. and inviting other people because the struggle is real. And uh, a way that some of your listeners can reach out to me, they can reach out to me through my little brother's Facebook uh, at Jay Burton, J-A-Y-B-U-R-T-O-N. And um, I answer any and all questions, and hopefully we'll get to see you guys next week. Same place, same time. Until then, peace and blessings to you all, and thank you all. That's right. That's right. Like I said, I'm doing this to give praise to everybody that called in. Everybody been on the phone for two and a half hours. Man, it's just I'm stuck with words, really, because, it's, I mean, I don't like talking about it. I like being about it. And we actually been about it. I think I'll probably our fourth show that we're going to do is going to be really picked up more because it's picked up from last week to this week. We've been doing this what a month now, Jay. Uh, we yeah. really it's going to really pick up. y'all. I'm trying to talk about every people are talking, actually talking about this. Make a couple of announcements. Uh, I'll be going to Georgia State University to speak at Georgia State University on October 16th. Um, as we were speaking about this political situation, I'm actually involved with this thing called the Red and Blue Better Angels. I'm a national speaker for the Democratic Party, which I don't know what party I'm from, and I just have to represent the Democrats. And the reason why I like it is because within this 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 journey I'm gonna go on. I'm on a team with about maybe 18 other team people throughout the country. Um, I'll be on a stage actually with a Caucasian brother. You know what I mean? Because we up there talking. He's a, a privileged white guy, and I'm the poor black man. But we're coming together to go ahead and, and show this the world that um, there's a lot of dictation and adversariness out there. And, and we all go through pain, so no matter what color we are, we all still bleed the same thing. If I need a kidney, 
one of those people can give me a kidney. It doesn't matter what's going on in the inside of us. It, and the inside is kind of all the same. But what I'm saying is, I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia, at Georgia State University, October 16th. I will be there two days speaking around the university, speaking about economics, um, loan, economically situation that they do, the difference between poor and rich people getting loans for college. Um, I'm just going to go out there and enjoy myself. There's an event, October, this is August 3rd, Century and Western. Uh, it's going to start from 11 to 5 o'clock. Century and Western is going to be water giveaway, stage, my Compton Politics radio show going to be there presenting a live radio show. Uh, there's a lot of events going on, a lot of concerts going on. Uh, Jay, I'm trying to get up there where you at. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to come up there so we can do something up there at the prison where you at, Jay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm working on yeah, I'm working on that right now. So uh yeah, I got you. I'm working on that right now. Okay, okay. Like I said, I would just want to thank everybody for calling in. Um like I said, I'm excited about the show now because I have something to look forward to on every Monday, seriously. Uh I'm gonna try to do as many shows as I can for you brothers until the wheels fall off. Like I was telling Jay, I want to do this every Monday from now on because it's something to talk about. It's something that to hear. Uh, we don't get opportunities out here uh, in these streets to really listen to some real information that we need to listen to. Like I said, y'all brothers and sisters make me better because I'm the one got to look forward to turn on this machine to make sure we all go on live. So I'm not going to hold anybody up. I'm going to go I'm going to unlock everybody right now because I don't want to disrespect anybody saying bye. Don't nobody else say bye. This is company politics. Good night. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.